What up, Twisters? Welcome back. Episode 40. Man, I want to thank you for tuning in. We got into some serious shit on this episode. We have my good friend Joel in. You know, we touched on uh, addiction and hitting rock bottom, things like that, and how cannabis helped him get out of that spot. We did that with the help of the man bear pig from Fire Bros. And it got us laid back in that good conversation mood. This is some good conversation weed, so jump on it. We broke down the laws in Nebraska. Not much to go on there. Super simple, super short. Washington is introducing a 10% concentrate law. And so we looked into that BS. We got to give a quick moment of silence for Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace to GOAT, Black Mamba. And with all that said, break open that weed. Welcome to the sesh. What up, Twisters? If you enjoyed the 420 card game we played back on episode 24, here's your chance to get a copy. Go to brotatogames.com. Put in the coupon code TWISTANTALK10. That's lowercase letters, TWISTANTALK, and the number 10. That'll get you 10% off. What up, Twisters? If you like rolling blunts like we do, you got to get on to leafonly.com. It's my favorite source for all your whole leaf tobacco needs. They got all kinds of different Fronto, tons of stuff to check out, and it's way more affordable than any other wrap I can find. Use the promo code TWIST, the letter N, TALK, and that's capital T's on both TWIST and TALK. It's all one word, no spaces. Save you 5%. You can be smoking like we do. Keep it twisted. Hey, Twisters. We got some ad space available. So if you're a part of a company or have a product that you think we would really enjoy, hit us up. Shoot us an email at twistletterntalk at gmail.com. Or shoot us a DM on Instagram at twistandtalkpodcast. That's twist, the letter N, talk, podcast. At a critical time when young people must make decisions that will shape their future, the people who become dependent upon marijuana are dependent on an escape that makes the unreal seem beautiful and the reality of life seem unnecessary. What up? Welcome to Twist and Talk. This is Nate, Monty, and Cam, where we get down on the dankest shit available. So grab your weed, crack a beer, and pump up them jams. Welcome to the sesh. Yo. Episode 40, guys. Man, Damn. we getting there. Like a I milestone, know. huh? I know. Yeah. At this point, you know, we're, we're established, I kind of feel like. It's 40, exciting. 40 means we got enough in the bank. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe 50 exciting. means we got enough in the bank, but who right. knows? So uh, this week we got the homie Joel, my best friend since shit. I think we've known each other since we were 14 or something, 14 or 15, real young age. We're 40 now, 41. Yeah. So How you we, doing? We've known each other for a while. Twist and talk is catching up apparently. Yeah, exactly. So what up, Joel? What's up, sir? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. It's good having you on. I met you a few times in the shop. All right. Here, here we oh, go. Oh, getting the mic adjusted it, to him. We back good? Yeah, well, I'm just saying, move move it to where you're good. All right, there you go. Because <laughs> you're, yeah, he's stretching. He's yeah. he got stretching that rubbernecking look. <laughs> well, I got I got that heavy breathing. Sometimes I don't want to be on here. Just <laughs> no, it's, you're good right it's not there. That kind of podcast. No, it's All not. Right. But that's okay. <laughs> so uh, yeah, episode forty. We got Joel on. He's uh, we're gonna kind of get into a deep subject a little bit. We're gonna start talking about addiction and and how cannabis can can help you get out of that friggin' whirlwind and cyclone, whatever you want to call it. We're going to be touching on the state of Nebraska. I checked that out. What we got what to else? smoke, boys? What else? Fire bros. Fire, Fire bros. bros. We got that man, man bear pig OG. Man, man bear, bear pig. pig. So is it, man bear pig did come from South Park, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay, cool. I was like, I don't think it's came from anywhere before. That's like Al Gore. The, no. 
Read yeah. the because just like before, Fire Bros has those cool descriptions on them, right? That you, we've done before. If you look at a Fire Bros jar, you'll always find a funny description or at least some kind of description of the strain that's inside of it. Um, so this one, Man Bear Pig, is we decided the unique parentage of this strain demanded an appropriately legendary animal name in the homage. Like its namesake, this is this freakish hybrid, and after you try it, we think you'll agree it's a beast. Sorry, I keep having this click in my headphones. I'm like, what I is know. going on? We have headphone issues. That's okay. We just need to get a new no, splitter. Uh, so yeah, man, bear pig, legendary OG and animal, animal cookies, cookies. Hence the legendary yep. animal. Well, legend, yes. legend OG, I guess. Just legend I OG. Yeah. Yeah, we um, did the animal cookies last week, so I'm excited to see how this with it's, the OG mixed in is gonna, right. gonna hook it up. I did get to try the strain just uh, Friday. So last yesterday, Friday, yeah, Friday was the day I got to try it. I, put, I took it home, and uh, it's really, really good. Fire Bros has kind of a specific, I'm gonna say like a flavor kind of associated with them a little bit. They kind of have like a really soily, almost kind of un- like undertones to some of their smoke. Not always. Kimolition Man was one of the ones I didn't really get that on. And Pineapple Pancakes, another one. But those are really kind of nice, strong other like chem dog or like right. you know, fruity flavors and About stuff like pop that. This beast open. Yeah, dude. It smells, smell like. it. Um, it smells great. It's kind of nice and mm. yeah, it's got, it's got a little bit of a, I don't know, kind of a funky, zesty, definitely. I would say that kind of uh, cushiness there too, but yeah, it's just, oh, that is kind of yeah, that's cushy, mm-hmm. zesty. It's not like oh my god, cookies like the last mm-hmm. one. Okay, it's not screaming like oh my god, a OG, but Mm-mm. it's it's really like it's nice texture though. It's not too dry. It's really like I can't. I'm like pinching it, and it's just kind of like a it's not like yeah, it's a little spongy, but dang, a little feeling. bit of give, a little not, bit, not but not much. Yeah, the the it eighth that I got, smoke. I have a feeling it's gonna smoke better than it smells. The eighth that I got was just was just a straight top dog, and it was super dense. Like I mean, it was it still gave a little bit and broke up nicely, but it was one of those ones where I'm actually cracking apart the nug that's still like, connected to the. To the, to the rest of it on the on the on the what I'm breaking off at least so um, I don't exactly know how these ones are in, a in that weird smell yeah I like I said it's kind of got that soily smell to it you know it's it's not like soil it's give me a like moment I'll, I'll what get came to mind just now for me was uh, the smell of celery mm. I could see that yeah like celery okay. seed or whatever you know, the fuck? celery has like uh, well, it's like a green a chlorophylly uh, I don't know it's like that uh, it's like a sinus hit it's um yeah i'm getting the whiff of like celery leaves almost like a little eucalyptus yeah um i will say that the smoke from from whenever Mm. i got to try it though did have like a really deep um like a really deep cookie note but it wasn't like super blatant cookie it like it just kind of had like a finish and like body of cookie and it was really it's it's really nice the upfront's a bit cushier um kind of slight uh I don't know, slight gassy, but nothing crazy. So uh, the first smells it. I did were just initial smelling the weed, and now I just broke a piece off, and I'm smelling it as I break it under my nose. It's got that real nice menthol. Yeah, it's good. It, it, I, I can smell more of the cookies come out when I break it open. I get some of that that saltiness you get in the Girl Scout cookie. That a little bit. I don't know if I, I would. It open. I don't know if I would know if nobody told me. I wouldn't like break this up and be like, "Oh, this is cooks." No, yeah, right. I would just be like, "Oh, it smells no. like some good Kush." You want to get on some of that, Joel? Absolutely. Because I even I even smell a little bit of that. I, it's weird. I'm smelling both the cookies and the Kush in there, like a little of that lemony that you get from Kush sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Man, I'm barely getting cookies. I think I've just been spoiled off that animal fucking. Oh, that animal. Oh, the animal cookies, cookies is completely different. Whole different game than so this one right cookies now. That, the, yeah. the, the, the Legend OG must be pretty strong in this cross just because of the way the animal cookies might have just smoked from the last one or maybe just the grow techniques and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I find similarities to um, Fatso. Yes. With that legend, because that's the legend OG with the GMO. GMO. Yes. Yeah, I can t- I can kind of get where the I, legend is coming from now. Mm-hmm. What are you getting from that, Joel? Super earthy notes for sure. Yeah. This would be a good go-to strain when I'm looking for something that uh, just reminds me of. Oh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you know I'm like, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, what I want to compare it to, like sometimes you want that good soil taste, you know, with, real, like dirt, but in a yeah, good way. Yeah, real like nasty pungent. Yeah, but in a good way. Dank. Like and classic it's not dank. super strong on that, but you could when you get in there. The way it broke up just now, it's yeah. really sticky and it's all just kind of forming in these little pebbles. Like mm-hmm. it's like really hard to get through almost. with the scissors. Yeah, it's yeah. I've been noticing lately that with really terpy strains that are super sticky. When I cut it up with my scissors, the terps like cut the resin. Huh. It's like the, the uh. like like the my scissors will come out cleaner than they were before if there's real terpy dank weed. That's crazy. Yeah, it's like it, it just loosens all that shit up. It's kind of yeah, cool. Hmm. I, then breaking up that little piece of weed that I did so I could get good smells. I got you know just a little bong bowl here, but my fingers are super sticky just from breaking yeah, it up. And it's you know just, just like four little rips on it got my fingers pretty sticky. It's just resinous. It's, are you getting any piney? I very piney. I would say yeah, yeah it definitely has a piney. really strong pine like pine note to it. I think that's probably it's like I don't know if the pininess overtakes the earthiness, but it's kind of like almost right there in tandem. I, I, it's, it's like a set. I had to really get in there and smell it on the. It's kind of like it didn't that. Hit me till after. Right. I feel like that pine part is attributed to that kind of cushy <laughs> note. You know, the bong hit is is very hashy tasting. Yeah. <laughs> I smoked two blunts of this today. <laughs> And it's it's strong weed. You're you're way ahead of the game. Yeah, there you are. Yeah, I, I decided I, once we decided we're doing man bear pig. I was like, fuck it, I'm playing video games too. <laughs> I I find it so funny that that's what they decided to name it. Right. <clears throat> well, I mean, Fair Rose, I always kind of have. I feel like um, some sense of humor, something about it. Like they're just they're 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 kind of, they 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 are classic stoners. I don't. I was like, just gonna say, are they in the stoner owner group? They they I are, but I, like I heard from the the rep is that they're just not partaking in in as much as they used to be. They used to be heavy heavy heads, but at this point now they're not really uh they're not really they're more business oriented. It seems like it's what it was what he was telling me, which is not a bad thing either. You know, it keeps the business alive. You got a brand that's uh, got a name for itself, and you know when you're when you're competing in a market that's got a bunch of other professional uh, entities, you got to be you got to be something that's representative. It's tasting good off the dry hit, like before I light it. Mm-hmm. Very cushy, kind of sweet, almost. I don't know. I pretty, feel like pretty good smell. Like I'm, I'm pretty happy. I'm with excited it. to smoke so, a blunt. So you're t- so like I feel like, and I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna hold off a lot of my, uh, my actual appearance. So impressions. let's get Joel's impression of that bong hit. Ooh, it's in the nose for sure. Get it? Yeah, got my nasal passages tingling, <laughs> not from the smoke. Right. You Sometimes know? the terps hit you in the nose. It's weird. Yeah. Oh yeah. So what were you saying, Cam? Sorry. Oh, I was just saying that I think uh, I don't even remember anymore. Oh, <laughs> uh, he said he wanted to wait till he told us. Oh what was yeah, up my, with my, this. my 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 true impression. Like I'm gonna wait till Monty sparks this up so I can ask okay. him what he thinks of this so that I can feel figure out exactly uh, 
if if it's if it's a shared uh impression without me imp- like putting on some right. kind of uh, are you talking taste or effect a taste okay. taste so you tap that up oh it's good to go the aftertaste right. on that is nice though it's, is it yeah it's lingers yeah. It does. It, I, I feel like it's on your tongue for a little while. It's got some. It's got some of these. Uh, some of the things that I look for in some good cannabis, personally. Hell yeah. Um. So, Joel, when did you first smoke weed? Oh shit! I don't think I've even ever asked you this before. Like we've known each other for so long, I never even would know. Like the first time I ever smoked it, or the first time I ever like knew what I was doing purposefully. Both. So the first time I ever smoked it between four, five, six, those years are kind of a little right. bit blurry. And that was like uh, more of bikers ha- thinking it's funny to hand joints Get to a kids. kid stone. Yeah. Mm. Right. And gotcha. so I, I couldn't tell you. All those bikers. All those bikers. <laughs> no. get, you Getting know, them kids guys. stoned and Just all. Those quirky fellas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> them silly gooses. Oh, yeah, I'm not talking about the nice fellas at the Eagles clubs and that go no. on Sunday More. drives. Yeah, those aren't the ones handing joints to <laughs> yeah. joints five-year-olds. To kids. No, the ones at the Eagles club. Not the ones that only go on their bikes on Sunday afternoons. So, but, uh, so but, but, obviously weed's been around you your entire life, your entire as long as you can remember. But so I, I couldn't tell you knowing? how I felt. Uh, it, you know, I can't recollect right, how course. it made me feel. I could just rec- recollect people more like uh, bikers laughing. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know? Got you. You can just and, see the people around you laughing yeah, at I, what I, you're I, doing. I can kind of picture that situation. And liking the attention probably, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So then when did you smoke, like, for real deal? That was seventh grade summer. Ooh. Going into eighth, yeah, you mean? you're about like twelve, when, going on thirteen. Absolutely, um, just just turned twelve. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, excuse me. So some, just turned just turned thirteen. Got yeah. you. So I just came up from Louisiana, and my older stepbrother was two years older than me, so he was already smoking. And, you uh, know, he was all of fucking 14, so, you know, he was old hat. <laughs> he was in shit. it, you know what I mean? Well, he was, <laughs> he, 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 even my dad and my stepmom up here, that was more like a hippie household, you know, they got yeah, a lot sure. of Northwest hippie parents up here. And so that was more of the vibe. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, so, you know, when so you're, you're 14 or 15, B? you're going to take it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. You're going to take a joint from your parents. <laughs> you know, right. You're going to get some of that going. When you see how they're smiling after you have to leave the room. Right. <laughs> gotcha. When you come back and the smell's funny yeah. and everybody's just laughing and happy. Right. <laughs> leave for 10 minutes. We're getting some of that No shit. I could always tell who the cool people were. Like, well, later on in life when I kind of was looking back and I started thinking about it, I was like, yeah, all the cool people around like my f- like family, friends and stuff like that, the ones that were stoners, way cooler than the people who weren't in the, the about it you know right. like just like i can all of a sudden tell it was a huge thing of me thinking like do i want to be like labeled a stoner and then i had i just like thought back to all the stoners i've met i'm like oh yeah <laughs> way cooler <laughs> yeah i feel that so then obviously it's uh your influences you know were since day one it never was even if you know even if 
dare and the outside world was telling you this was bad, your home life and your home influences, which are going to be your number one influences for the first five to sometimes 10 years of your life, depending on who you are, you know, they're the ones who are really, truly going to lead you into whatever you think is like morally correct or incorrect and having that around you since day one, obviously, you know, may have led you down some of these darker paths that we're getting ready to talk about because not only were you introduced to weed at that young age, but other things were introduced to you at probably way too young of an age. I mean, I don't think drugs should be introduced to anybody at any age, but especially a fucking 14 to 16 year old, whatever it may be by people who are supposed to be giving you the moral guidelines in life. And, And speaking on that moral guidelines, like that, that you develop from the people around you. I mean, still to this day, um, I consider myself a good person and I don't adhere to the law. I adhere to moral guidelines that I think make me a good person. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If you adhere to the law, like five years ago, six years ago, you wouldn't be smoking weed. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with smoking weed. Should they put it where? 200 years ago, you would own slaves. Also, yeah. (laughs) yeah, yeah. Well, that could be, that could be potentially condemned. Because, like, you had to, like, depending on how you were owning a slave, it had to be, like, a bad, it could have made you feel good. I mean, I know some people had to feel good on it. But you right. know what I'm saying? Like, if you have if you have morals, if, if it, that shit had to hurt if, you. It, like, it, you had to feel it. I, I don't, don't know. know. You don't think so? Not so, at all? I don't think you would feel uh, it any more than people having cattle or anything like that. Really? So, I don't yeah. know. Unfortunately. Don't, that's so funny. I definitely go, like, I mean, okay, just speculation still. Like, I, I couldn't even tell, speak from historical standpoint, but let's watch the Hollywood films. Like, like you, you know, you know that yeah. certain slaves that knew plantations on on one location was worse than plantations on another location. Oh yeah, that's what being sold up the river, or what or down the river was about. Was the further you went down the Mississippi River, the worse, the worse got. you got treated. So being so having the threat of I will sell your family down the river, like specifically, was the worst threat you could have because not only is your family going to be separated from you, but they're they know they're gonna get a worse off situation right they you know if if i know the people down the way fucking beat the shit out their slaves and rape all the women and we don't do that here i'm gonna definitely threaten you to selling you to those motherfuckers right hmm. so i'm saying so like it's 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 horrible culture regardless but yeah yeah i don't so know how we smoke. progressed into this i don't either i'm high already it's not like this man bear pig is not oh, it's not man. a weak strain whatsoever I'm, it's it's pretty strong it's Ooh, relaxing. It tastes really good. It's really relaxing. It just put it instantly like put me at ease. Yeah, it's like it's like it's got that. So it's not like I don't know. It's not. It doesn't put me in that one want to go to bed vibe. But it's like it just puts you in that kickback like super good Kush vibe. I don't it's know. Technically a hybrid. Yeah, it tastes yeah, really good. Yeah. I didn't I really get a like the ton of, of flavor off of it. It was more like hashy. I don't know if it's because I was on the start where the tobacco was rich or whatever. It, but it was once ashtray. it got to me, it was definitely further into the flower at least. Right now, there's a pretty strong, uh, pretty strong. You put a, a band around that thing. It looks. I like. had to band-aid, band-aid it. it up. It's yeah. all good. Yeah, I'm right at the band-aid too. Oh so, shit! So I'm not gonna get a flavor on this one either. Uh, hey, have you guys getting any lime on there at all? Honestly, lime? I didn't taste much. Of just it just tastes like a blunt. It's just, it's just it might just. I don't know. Mm. Like, I don't know like what that, there is some something sweetness. I'm trying to identify. It's and, like, it's, and it's not hit me at first. It's, it's like it's definitely got a sour, a sour like for me. It's kind of got like a sourness on the exhale. Like it's got like once it lingers in your mouth a little bit, it's kind of got like a little. It's not like super. De- it's not like diesel or or chem dog sour, but it is like a little little tangy. Like I'd have to say. Yeah, I definitely I, I, like the feeling of it. <laughs> if I had 
like let's like you know when I roll five blunts to go out for the night or something like mm-hmm. that. If this was one of those blunts and I was smoking it and a random like in between the show just like stepped outside for a smoke, I wouldn't be I wouldn't start this and be able to tell you what I rolled. Mm. Okay. It's not that. It's not very distinct. Not that it's distinct. Not. You're, no. true. You're, you're, not, you're true. You're, you're true. You're true. You're true. I so, true on that. It, but it is some really like it's really good Kush and it's good smoke. But honestly, it's like so far, it's it's, it's kind of like standout. Taste it, the char- the character is just kind of general. I feel that. Yeah, so, you know what I would call this? Mm. It's a hash plant. Hash plant. <laughs> it's a classic hash plant. I bet it produces a ton of hash. It it has like that really gummy texture. Mm-hmm. It smokes like you put hash in a blunt. It's really like, greasy. The bong hit was very hashy, strong. like I said. You said it was yeah, it tastes just kinda like hashy. Like which <laughs> makes me think it's probably just really potent, super dank weed, but it's not to me all that terpy. No, I don't think it has a super super strong amount of terps to come to it. I think you can tell that from the nose. Yeah, it um, wasn't this crazy. It is good though. Yeah, it is good weed. I think that it's one of, again, it's one of those ones that I don't think disappoints when it comes to potency, flavor, really a whole lot of things like that. It's 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 like uh, it's it's. I don't know if it's going to be ranking up at the top, but it's like not at the not at the bottom by any means. It's, I'm definitely feeling the like <laughs> it's kicking in more now. Like as as I'm sitting here, it's it's like washing over my body even more, mm-hmm. and I'm getting more of the laid back cool. The high feel. is dope. Yeah, it's, I'm already liking it. It's like. Yeah. Kicking in more and more as I sit here. It, the high to, is dope. I, I, I feel I, like I could get down on some chess right now. I could chess, get down a game on of chess? Some, yeah, absolutely. I some thought you were talking about games. titties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bring that chest here. <laughs> I, can get <laughs> with them I can get down on a chest right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if I'd want to play chess. This is the kind of way I, I, this would, I, I would call this demotivating weed. Demotivating weed? Yeah. yeah. It wouldn't like stop. It wouldn't put me to sleep, I don't think, if I smoked a bunch because it is hybrid. But. It's like if my shoes came untied, I would be more annoyed than normal. <laughs> that that might play into my uh, attention deficit too, because uh, it weirdly enough, when I want to uh, for anxiety, a lot of times in the morning, especially. Yeah. I mean, sativa obviously in the morning, but for anxiety, especially like super silver haze, great for me in anxiety. Wow. And that's not something I would recommend no. <laughs> to no, anybody. No. To, the average, to the average anxiety avoider. Ex- right. Exactly. exactly. Most and it's people funny because gonna... I hear people come in the shop and say that, well, I have ADD, and so it all hits me the opposite. Sativas do me indica, indicas do me sativa. And, and I've heard that so many times now that I can't... Um, can't dispute it or Exactly. Whatever, I can't yeah. argue with it. It's like, you got ADD, I don't. Right. So, how am I going to tell you? What do we got here, Monty? I heard you said you got some beers. I've been I've been kind of looking at it, and it's got some weird writing on there. Uh, yeah, lady it's, on uh, it. Like it's, it's like, just a uh, it's it's Lagunitas, and it's their kind of strong red L. It's their XI. It yeah, yeah, yeah. Mondo large red L. Just kind of beefy. Like red eight point eight. Really? All right. Well, you know, sucks to suck. Well, I mean, I'll find out now. Yeah. Um. So red ales are the strong ones. Well, and eight percent. I don't know how strong they. Lagunitas hops the fuck out of everything. Okay. So if anything, it's like I mean, in if if you blind tasted this, somebody probably be like, "That's like a red IPA or something like that," you know, because they really hopped the shit out of stuff. So I don't think that you'll hate it. Uh, I kind of like reds though. They tend to be a lot more malty, and um, you get a little of that roasty flavor, but not a lot. And now that I'm liking the dark beers, 
more. I'm even liking the stouts more than IPAs these days. Like I had an IPA last night and was just not satisfied with it. Yeah. It was just sour and hoppy and I was like, I just really want a fucking stout right now. I just want me something barrel aged right now pretty bad. <laughs> I need something I mean, full bodied and not I yeah. yeah. I was so broke I couldn't go spend like eight bucks on a dues or nothing like that. So it was just like, all right, well I'm drinking an IPA then. Fine. Fine. So I what's it? We went to the company party for Cushman's uh just past this past weekend. And uh it was it was fun. I didn't have anything cra- or yeah, it was, past, was it Wednesday? But I realized that I just I don't really know I don't really think I like space dust. It's like um, I mean, it's really strong. It's just really strong. And depending on, so here's the thing about tap beers when you go out. Like, I, if you're at a dive bar, mm-hmm. you got to wonder how much of that stuff are they selling? Yeah, so it's that keg sitting. Maybe sitting, and maybe they are selling a decent amount, but how often do they clean their lines? Yeah. So now, you know, there's a lot of things to think about when you're going out to have a tap beer. Um, sometimes it's better to just get the beer that you know is decent that flows a lot. Because mm-hmm. I've had a lot of stale IPA, and you can tell you're getting it. When especially me, like I come in and I'm like, could I get the you know whatever strong closest thing to a trendy beer you have? Mm-hmm. And they're like, all right, hipster, here's your fucking corny beer. Fuck uh, you. Uh, Hope you like that shit. Those lines are so dirty. Like, and that fucking beer's like five months old. Mm. If only more of you hipsters were here to fucking drink, drink now, it. Like, put yeah, it on right. in the first place. <laughs> you know, like uh, at uh, Toggles, right above all their taps, they have the date of last time the lines were cleaned. Damn, that's what's up. Yep, I figure See, that's a heady, pretty heady stiff. Exactly. Oh, yeah, you pour that all clean. fucked up. I feel like I should have had a uh, oh, you're, 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 you're the, straight. You're cheers. Good. Everybody loves head. Professional here. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, y'all. Oh, we got it all. Cheers, Leo. Yes, this is nice in a glass. I'm often drinking it just out the bottle like a savage. Oh, yeah, that's tasty. Yeah, that's really good. I can't wait to smoke a blunt with this. Mm, it's See? got kind of a floral note about it that's really, really interesting. Yeah. It's like kind of sweet, but ends a little, like, I don't like, kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like floral on it. It's not real uh, thick on my throat like a lot of red ales are for me. Yeah. A lot of red ales, when I drink them for whatever reason, I get the the little, uh, where you got, <clears throat> throat. Oh, okay. like the yeah. Little like, yeah. You got the, yeah. You got the, you got the, the, the gurgles. Yes. Well, I don't know. That the, was only your bubble. Thank you. We'll see where it goes. We'll see where I'm it gets. And that word was not coming to me. That's what I was thinking. Because maybe, maybe that's the reason I don't like red ales. Maybe they don't agree with me in a physical way. Oh. I don't, I don't like know, man. Yeah. Wi- some I some whiskeys get me just they just really cause um acid reflux what i would say is red l's are one of the first you know qu- like craft styles I feel like right. so it's, if it's you're a gateway get, ale you know, yeah if you're gonna get anything that's not like from like the the original like uh you know 12 packs where you're like, like i'm gonna tours. get a red from fucking dick dick off brewery that's like okay like a, right. like a henry weinhardt's or fucking yeah, like I'm gonna have a, only a other samuel kind of, adams or some yep. stupid shit um yeah those reds are gonna suck because it's like cheap beer trying to be a little different in style. Yeah, and that's still what just I'm like used a, to. Yeah, so then when you buy a red made from a brewery that you already kind of trust, you probably get a lot better result. Mm. Yeah, I never even thought about that. I just, because of only drinking, you know, a Samuel Adams red or whatever, cheap beer. Yeah. Red, I've just steer cleared of them. That makes even sense. It's a, with the micro brews or whatever. Uh, you another say. really good one from Oscar Blues is, an, it's an Imperial... 
red IPA is how they turn what? it. Yes, in the yeah. green can, right? In uh, the green can called I, Good Night. He just bought a I brought that over from over to my house for that. Okay. For New Year's. Mm. Yeah, so that's a that's my uh roommate, his favorite beer. Okay. It's really okay. good. We were just in Colorado. I was at the brew house there drinking that shit. It's really good. Um good on tap, strong, um, malty, just like a beast in a can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but that's a good red. Speaking of trying oh. beers in Samuel Adams specifically, when I was in um Boston Samuel Adams, oh, right. of course. So the one of the dads, and he's like thirty five ish or whatever, and he's like a he's Mexican. So to be racist about it, and he's the one who told me this. Like, I'm just a Corona drinker, Holmes. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And so he'd never have tried a Samuel Adams beer of any kind oh, until wow. we were in Boston. What? And he bought one, and he was like, "Man, these are pretty good, and they're strong." I mean, and it was like six point six or something like that. <laughs> and I sat down next to him with that. Oh, and I figured out, um, you know, we were saying Waka Vesa. Mm-hmm. Oscar, I showed him the can of it. And it's Chaco Vesa, like chocolate, because chocolate. it's, uh, cause it's oh, chocolate, Mexican okay. chocolate, hot chocolate Chaco beer, Vesa. whatever. So it's Chaco Vesa. And Chaco say, Vesa. You know? So anyways, I had that, and you know, that shit's like 12%. Yeah, it's <laughs> right I think it's 10.9 or 10.8. You know, it's definitely a, a, like a, a single double digits right there. Exactly. And so I showed him that, and he was like, oh, shit. And I said, here, go t- take a sip. See that? And, and he was like, whoa, that's <laughs> that's all kind of flavors. <laughs> right. And, was, and so that weekend, I was a, it was a trip. Because I was sitting next to him, he was like, he tried Indian food for his very first time ever oh, that weekend, man. tiki masala, whatever the hell it was. It's a good one to go with. Like first time ever having Indian food, first time ever having a freaking Sam Adams beer. I was just like, you're doing it up this weekend. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, we're little, we're, we're cherry done. popping right now. <laughs> Damn, dude, you welcome to adulthood. Right? <laughs> I was like, how have you never even like tried all these things? Like. I can't imagine not having tried Indian food back in my 20s, so I know I've loved it for the last 15 right? years, you know? Man. Yeah, whatever. So back to Joel. We went over here sidetracking, weed smoking. So what's your favorite strain out there? What do you, what do you love? I'm glad you've been sidetracking. I've been in left field. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's do this. Which, which, what's your favorite strain out there these days or of all time? Or when I say that, what comes to mind, I guess, is, is the proper answer? Um. So I'm I'm pretty much an activity smoker. Um, in the mornings, it's I, I get up and I, about I wait about fifteen about maybe fifteen twenty minutes, and uh, let my mind wake up as much as it's gonna like that. And then I get some coffee, and then I hit some sativa, and then I start stretching, <laughs> and uh, that then I go for my morning walks and and get get some miles and and. Uh, so, in the morning time, my favorite strain, if I can get a hold of it still to this day, is Super Silver Haze. Right. Mm. Um, I mean, if it's done well, it's it's a be- it's a beautiful thing. The high on it is yeah, just I love Super Silver Haze when it's done great. well. Great. Right. It's. I mean, that shit gets me zoned in to whatever task I'm doing. Um, How about? After the walk, do you go for a hybrid then, or are you doing a, a body relaxing indica for an afternoon nap, or what are you thinking? Um, showering, eating, and just kicking it off the feet for at least an hour. That's usually when I'll put in a movie or something like that, watch an episode of 30 Rock, because I'm just getting into that show now. <laughs> oh, man. And almost at that point, you're coming down off the sativa, so the nap can come without even smoking weed quite often, right. I feel like. Just but, that, just that burn off of the high, you yeah. know. But uh, those times, I still like uh, 
old school, the DJ Short, Blueberry. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, uh, and that's more of just the the smell of it, the taste of it, the the old school thoughts it brings when I smoke it. It's Nostalgic. just a, yeah, it's uh, one of those things that uh, has a special place in my heart, so I love that. And also, uh, GDP is like that on the old school right. strains, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, that's wild that like all these things you're bringing up. I appreciate why you're bringing them up because then in my mind I'm like, oh, that's that's just how I feel about cookies. <laughs> yeah, I smoke that and I'm just like I, I'm, I'm like brought back to the market days. Right. Thinking about all like the shows I used to be going to then and like not that mm-hmm. I don't do shows now, but it's different. It's, see, Super Silver Haze brings right. me back to the market day because that's what I'd be smoking for like the first half of the day okay. quite often to make my to get myself in that hype mode. Gotcha. <laughs> I don't even man. I used to play that game. Where I'd like switch it up. My whole game was the opposite though. It's not on the ADD tip, but it was the opposite where I wake up and drink coffee and now I need like an indica to like settle my, settle me out. Yeah. And then like kind of yin yang the shit. And then when it comes down to like, it's late at night and I still want to play video games. I'm like, I'm gonna start smoking sativa now. (laughs) And then then like that, it was like, it was like taking a, you know, like a cup of tea or something like that. You could, you could play games and get all into it hyped out and then like eventually crash out right and mm-hmm. it's not a, the caffeine's gonna still linger in your system through the yeah, night where you don't sleep a, quite like better, right yeah it's a better video game buzz for sure yeah. so that used to be how i'd mix it up with indicas and sativas and I, I, it's weird because i don't think like people really do it like that but yeah i mean like reality <coughs> is if i'm gonna smoke a hundred percent indica the only time it's not gonna just put me to fucking bed is if it's right when I woke up, fresh shower with a cup of coffee. Right. That's the only time. So, like, to really enjoy it, that's when it's got to be. Because if I do it after work or some shit, or, like, in the middle of the day, I either cop an attitude because it's the middle of the day and I still got shit to do. And you're ready to be done. And I'm just, like, over the bullshit. Yeah, like, where I'm ready for my feet up, period. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it's the end of the day and now I'm probably going to just pass the fuck out early and wake up a couple hours later. See, in those time in the night times, that's when I, that's when I go, and this is my absolute favorite strain bar none is just the old school cookies the form cut like uh that uh highly mystic had right yep that was they had a great phenome and i could you know i could use that in the morning i could use it in the afternoon i could use it in the night and i didn't uh, seem to build up a tolerance to that It, it was just a great I think we need to go find Oz Gardens. You and know what? Uh, why I guess they call it Forum Cookies. Mm-hmm. Um, I was told this. I forget. So back in the day, IC Mag, International Canographic Magazine, had a really dope forum website. And yeah, it was the magazine in a, in a, it was International Canographic Magazine. But IC Mag was the short for like icmag.com. Yeah, dopest I can thread see those. ever. All these forums, right? You could read about every strain release, every breeder, you name it. And that was like the best information because it was like tons of people testing out gear or weed or whatever. But cookies, when it first dropped, became like legendary right now. Like as soon as it came around, it was the biggest deal ever. And what happened was one of the forum cats popped a bag seed from cookies, from like the the OG cookies in the Bay Area. He got a pretty good cut, like a pretty good strain came out of it. And then he passed it to a bunch of other forum members as like a decent bag seed cookie. That uh, is forum cookies now. Mm. So it's not the original, but it's a pretty good fucking bag seed that came from the original. See, when you tell me yes. this story, see, we always called it forum cut cookies. But then when you tell me that story, it doesn't align with the story of how we got the cut. 
You know what I mean? So gotcha. What I don't a, know. Yeah, I don't. That that shit spread like wildfire. It was, it was the one cookies that just like got passed. Right. And it was as close to like the thin mint from the actual cookie fam right. that there was. And then there game there was like at the same time in competition there was platinum cookies, mm-hmm. and then there started to be all fucking of them. all of them. All yeah, of cookies them and cream, and then <clears throat> fuck. So how do you guys feel about uh, gelato? Too hybrid. It's it's okay. It's not it's not strong enough. Yeah. It's 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 a yeah. good flavor, but it doesn't really even. I feel like I feel like it needs to be a really well grown gelato for it to kind of even still hold itself up throughout the smoke. You I know? think it hits better than sherb, but the taste is almost identical to sherbet. Mm-hmm. And there's like fuck eight different phenotypes that are all high. Got forty one, thirty three. Uh, I don't know. There's like there's, there's a few different yeah, gelatos out yeah, there. Forty one, thirty three for sure, and I know there's more. Yeah, generally forty five is a thing too. Yep. Generally, I feel it's one of those ones where I just I'm like, man, just I, why even does this exist? I, I <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'd I, rather just have cookies. Why should I? I know. <laughs> yeah, no, and that's the that, I've been bitching about this for a while. That fucking pink panties got crossed into cookies. They came up with sherbet, mm-hmm. and then main main thing coming out of. Cookie fam has been sherbet something. Yeah. Whether it's fucking runts or this or that. And everybody's hype on it, but it just all kind of tastes like sherb did. And it all hits you with this high where like you can smoke an ounce and not even feel phased. Like you're high, kind of satisfied, but like. In 30 minutes, you're going to want to smoke again. Yeah. And you're never. And and like even just that one blend of whatever we're smoking now has like more kick. Mm -hmm. Right. Like you're like you're about Man to roll pig. like like you're about to roll another one, and I was like, I don't know, if, like I don't know if I need another one as much as I kind of want to smoke something, but um, yeah, yeah, sherbet is is good weed and it has a great flavor, but I think they could have stopped with sherbet. Probably, yeah. I don't think that the gelato is all that necessarily like are all that necessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that ultimately, I think we're just getting too like probably just far from far from basics. Essentially, it's like I think that gelato is, you know, it's. I think it was rated Leafly's one of number one strains, like maybe maybe in, in second to like. It does have a special cake. flavor. Yeah, it's got it's, it's a got very a dessert strain. About it. It's good. It's good for like sharing. Um, if you got people that aren't like smoking a whole bunch, that's a great strain to just pull out. It tastes good. I do like a lot of the gelato crosses. Like it's it's a good smoke. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. The chocolatina. That's mm-hmm. a sherbet cross. That's a good smoke. The rainbow um, chips, a sunset sherbet cross. See, so there's a lot of sunset sherbet times. Fuck whatever or gelato times. You know, like the super glue from super cultivar. Glue, yep. That's a gelato cross with uh, gorilla glue. That's a great smoke. And then like, yeah, I've seen it. I haven't tried it. It's fucking good. It's like mm-hmm. really good. I've smoked so much of that now. Um, and it's cool because it's right in the middle. Like you're like a perfect cross. Like some crosses, you're like 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 this one. Yep. Hardly get any cookies out of it. Um, but it's good. Fino just isn't a total representation of the parents. Whereas like that fucking super glue is like, holy fuck, man, there's, I smell the gelato mm-hmm. and it feels and looks like, like glue. glue. Like what the fuck? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I agree with that. Well, shit. Let's really get into the nitty and gritty of this <clears throat> motherfucker. So what we're really here to talk about is how Joel, uh, you know, he suffered, I guess is the, is the term that most people use. I don't really like using the word suffered. I don't know. But, um, Oh, you know, it was awesome until it wasn't. With? Right. How about yeah. dealt, dealt, yeah. with, like dealt, with, dealt with addiction and, mm-hmm. you know, all that and how he used cannabis to get out of that, out of that world and how well it helped him. So I guess we're going to start at the basics of, uh, 
So it was um, pills progressing into heroin that you were addicted to mainly. I know there was some other substances mixed in here and there, but the main devil on your, you know, main monkey on your back, devil on your shoulder was, was the, the opiates. Yeah, absolutely. So seventh and, uh, so eighth back grade when you and, started smoking weed. Yeah. Around then, um, it was more like muscle relaxers, maybe even a bike. And that was, uh, if I hurt myself, you know, doing an activity or something, playing football, you know, Playing basketball, something hurt my ankle, something like that. Mm-hmm. But where would you it, be getting those? It's not like they oh, were prescribed dad, to you. Like, right. Oh, hell no. You know, it's not like you got hurt in football, given... so you went to the doctor and then no. they prescribed you some muscle relaxers for, no, the, that was for just... the problem. It was just, oh, you hurt yourself today? Here's yeah. a couple pills from your pops. Yeah. That it's was wild. It was That's pretty much, uh, those were dispensed about as freely as uh, aspirin. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I, remember... I don't come from a much different situation. Going just, to your house at 16 years yeah, old, I, I and out. every single time we left, we left with some muscle relaxers, some some little super, I don't want to say low, like... Um, My dad would hand out things, amyl nitrate, right, in a right. Vicks inhaler. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like the amyl nitrate in a fucking um, little film canister, oh, and wow. we'd be fucking hitting those things, out, you know, like... At sixteen, he was giving amyl nitrate. The thing if you're you're knocked out and they put it under your nose to wake you up. Oh, whoa! What the fuck? Yeah. What does that do to you when you're already awake? You ever watched uh, (laughs) Fair and Loathing? You ever watched Fair and Loathing? Yeah, that's one of my favorite. At the beginning scene when they got Toby uh, McGuire in the car and he's like, "One for the doctor." Okay, that that thing's open and snorting those little tubes. Yeah, yeah. So you put it in a. um, So his dad would like. Open it and use most of it. You know what I mean? Gotcha. And he'd, he'd throw it in a um, film container, the old black and gray yeah. plastic film yeah. container. Yeah, oh, Vicks inhalers. Vicks inhalers? Yeah. I remember you always having them in the... What's oh, it? yeah, he would use those too, for sure. Right, uh, but I like I don't know if you were taking OG, them like, from Kodak, or whatever. like Kodak, like film yeah. containers? No, you yeah, just handed them out like have fun, yeah. In, in, the little, in the little What are you guys doing canister. this weekend? Nothing? Well, you're doing something now. Right. Uh, and, you know, because it'd be almost like, oh, I've used it all day long today. Here, let me put it in something for you, and then you can take it. Because I think he needed to keep his Vicks inhaler to put the next one in, maybe. I don't know. But I just remember him coming in film containers from you. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what's crazy is during this time, my uh, my dad would, and my stepmom, uh, they would never smoke weed with us. They were hiding, we, you know, we knew they did it. Uh, they would smoke a joint in the front of the car on long trips, but they weren't like putting it in our face. But my dad with the pills were really just handing them out kind of readily. Yeah. So, um, which kind of sucks because, like, on yeah, the contrary, if you had been on absolutely. weed a little more, or if that had seemed like the thing to do and not the pills, you'd have been probably a lot better off. Oh, I'm one hundred percent. I mean. So how do you think that progressed? I mean, because that's a young age. And, you know, I can say be, us being best friends for this long, I know that, you know, we would, it would progress into a Vicodin for, a, you know, a half a Vicodin while we're drinking for the night to just give it that extra level, you know. So how did it progress for you outside of, you know, what I know, like think doing things like that? So basically... When we started doing them is when I was doing them for recreation. Right. That was around the first time when I was using them in that sense for partying and and how, other things. How old do you think we were? Because uh, I, mean, I met like you when I was about 14, on. 15 maybe. 
But I feel like we started really doing them like we were 20 probably, huh? I remember the first time I had a Vicodin. Well, me and James were doing them a lot. You you maybe took some time off. but Before or in between that? Yeah. When James was staying with you at your mom's? Yeah. Sorry, this is like inside information. I'm just getting time frames matched I was up about, in my brain. So about so that's 18 like, years old. Yeah, 18 and 19. Yeah, we were doing a lot of fucking Vikings yeah, and shit. So the, Not being able to That's poop. when we were meeting back <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, that's but, something people don't mention is opiates, man. They, when, they're constipators. Yeah, they are. When we uh, started doing about 14, 15, just recreational, you know, getting them for my dad, because my dad would readily trade them to whoever had some good weed or, right, you know, he'd use them as currency. For sure. And I think we were probably 16 and driving, because that's when me and you really started mm. hanging out, and James and everybody was more... At driving age Granada, and on. For sure. yeah. When did it turn from like just recreational, like having fun here and there to like regular? Like all of a sudden you weren't, it wasn't a party, you weren't drinking, like it just. But it, it still it was well, like recreational. It, it, or was it just your life was always a party so you didn't know when to turn off? Well, it wasn't, it wasn't that. It was, I would do them for partying and also I come from a pretty traumatic childhood and, uh, you know, I've tried to kill myself multiple times as, as a youth, you know. And so I would also use those just to turn off emotions. Okay. And, and I wouldn't tell nobody. I would just, you know, get a handful of them, just like, bam, I'm shutting it down for the night. Don't want to feel nothing. Want to take a nap. And so it was like uh get through the night kind of thing. And then <clears throat> I was doing that. I wasn't having as many bad times because I had... uh uh I, I still had some uh, good stuff going for me at that time. Okay. So and it was like you were on the fence the addiction there. Before really hadn't taken in. over. So I, I heard you mentioned you eventually switched from pills to heroin. And it was as far as like when I was younger and like I can remember years ago when, uh, what was it, Oxycontin started blasting off. It was just the most popular thing. Everybody was smoking beans. That was like everything everybody was doing. Mm. And then eventually they caught on and they stopped uh, producing the smokable, you know, uh, pills. And then it, and they made them way harder to get. So most people realize like, fuck, I could just switch to heroin. It's a lot cheaper. Was that part of what caused your switch? Absolutely. And uh, when you have a dad like mine that uh, trades with all your friends. <laughs> yeah. So when you have that one or two friend that gets into the hard drugs out of the crew. Yep. Of uh, my dad gravitated towards those friends, and uh, especially after your parents got divorced. Absolutely, absolutely. So you had That's like when it not, got real not bad. to be a dick, but like more or less junkies started like just being the ones around, not even the ones who were just like yeah on the up and up. It was, yeah, just you're <clears throat> like fuck, man. And we were part of that whole generation of we were. 20 to 25 when that period of everybody smoking and snorting oxycontins before they realized that you couldn't do that or three years or whatever it was like we were like our homeboys girlfriend was a pharmacist so you know that wasn't a good good right. we just had that shit <laughs> just but the, the um sales reps would come and they would have oxycotton pens and t-shirts and all this you know swag for oxycotton right. the company and so we would have all that shit i had a little notepad that said oxycotton on it i had an ink pen that said oxycotton on it and we like flossed that shit basically like that was swag you know what i mean yeah like, no shit look like... i got a pen that says oxycotton on it homie mm. you know and and that was when Snorting them and smoking was brand new. And I'd say that was probably around like 2000, the year 2000. So we would have been 21-ish, 22-ish. 
So mm-hmm. as somebody who graduated in 2005, I watched a lot of the people that I went to high school with have that same transition. Like as soon as they got out of high school, they went from just like you were saying, casual like Vicodin or a oxycodone here or there, like which is a Percocet, something like that, which is a lot more mild. Then all of a sudden they went to oxycodone, and then it got fucking crazy. And then yeah. and then they pulled that pulled the shoe. And then yeah, so I, there's a lot of my generation as well that went through. That's why I know, right? You know, and I remember when like. You like there was a lot of uh, stealing and this and that going on because those pills were like it, it was like people were looking for what I think was like an eighty milligram pill and I think yep. it was like eighty dollars for the yep. eighty milligram yeah mm. and and that was like maybe a person's habit right, right. That's so you need like these couples and then it was just every day was the how do I get one hundred and sixty bucks to maintain my habit that's so insane yep. yeah dude. whereas heroin you could do the same high for probably like fifteen bucks I would assume that's so nuts. So was there when I guess when did you realize that maybe uh your ha- your usage was a problem? Um Was there like a defining moment for you? I'm trying to think. Yeah, like, what was rock uh, rock bottom? Let's, let's <laughs> you only want to go straight to rock bottom? Rock I mean, bottom or when well, you realize I mean, I mean like, we could we could go like so you were clearly like stepping up your use and graduating into like heavier yeah, this and that. once once I realized that, like okay, I just trying to think how to weigh this and I'll so once I knew it was a problem, uh, my what I'm going by is when I started hiding it from my friends. Okay. Cuz yeah, in my mind I, I, yeah. I feel like that's good. Right. Starting place. So when I started hiding it from my friends, and mostly and what was that like? Fr- I guess like and mostly we- hanging out with friends that were doing it with you. Also, yeah, as being one of the friends who wasn't doing it with you, our, our relationship kind of dwindled. Not like our friendship did, but just how much we hung out hmm. yeah. did because you were hanging out with the other homies that were still doing it. When I was like, mm, no, I'm not down for smoking them and snorting them and everything. I was cool popping a quarter <laughs> of a pill with yeah. y'all on a Friday night, but. Not on Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. See, and that's why I was kind of curious where it transitioned. And, you right. know, that's and that's the problem with these like depression and stuff like that. It's untreated, and you know, like yeah. sometimes all you need is somebody to talk to. And, and I but think you a lot find of it, that the fucking just the break of having that high is being his dope. friend. You know, this whole time from the outside looking in, I see a lot of things coinciding with like when his when he wasn't able to have his ADD medication anymore because of him being an adult now and having to go through all the tests again to get like re whatever you know yeah. prescribed it or whatever you know what i mean like seeing those things happen coinciding with these things i think definitely compounded it now in hindsight you know now like that we're having this conversation so it, it sounds like so, so your habits snowballed <laughs> after after you did like it snowball then after you started once you started hiding it uh oh absolutely because like you said um the only people that you really want to hang out with are the people who are getting high with you yep yeah i mean you have no time for anyone else. Yeah. And, and when those people are your best friends since 15, 16 or whatever, that still doesn't seem. Yeah. It's as not like you're all of a sudden, like if your house is the trap house, you know, and, and it's, it's just natural. Yeah. That's I've totally different about it, than know, when, when you go been in the drug dealing world. So, yeah. You usually think of somebody who's like, <laughs> oh, this rich white kid who just like went on a bender or something mm-hmm. like that. And then all of a sudden now they're junkies. Because they, they they didn't like their home life or their fucking you know what I mean like whatever it is, uh, but yeah, blunt and beer do taste good together. By the way, yeah, I yeah. feel that I, I agree hundred percent, and I, I do really like the way this weed makes me feel. Yeah, it's got a good, it's got a, just a good full spectrum high to it, and mm-hmm. there's that on that slight indica dominant side where it kind of kicks you back. Like I said, um, 
Yeah, it feels good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, I get a wee bit of anxiety when I'm talking about this kind of stuff, you know? This is keeping me right on the level in there until I'm like, all right, I'm right at the proper com- comfortable as I should be. <laughs> right, sure. <laughs> you know? And all these questions, I'm not trying yeah. to judge you at no, all. No, no, just, no. Just trying, and, because I feel like there's a lot of people who have either dealt with this personally or, or have had this stuff going on satellite. And yeah. so to have very, a little... Very close relative or friend has probably yeah, gone through this. Yeah, for sure. And like you said, you all of a sudden you lose touch with people because, you know, now they're on a path that doesn't coincide with your own and da 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 da, da. So it, just tell me more about kind of how it snowball, snowballed and led to your rock bottom. All right. Um, so when my cousin got out of prison... That's a good start. He... Uh, <laughs> He uh, started selling heroin. So and his cousin and my cousin that I've talked about that were like some of the bigger drug dealers around town were very good friends. Coincidentally, just they were like best friends. Off and like, on for years interesting. and years. Got you. That doesn't help. Yeah. No. <laughs> so you got Kingpin A and B. And uh, when he got out, he started like doing it re- like really big like to where he had a million dollars stacked that i saw with my eyes saran wrapped wow and if uh she gives it, me goosebumps and fucking damn. butterflies oh, man. in my stomach it, and uh and basically it started i mean I, my addiction went from being manageable to being off the hook because I really didn't have to pay for much of shit, you know, go drop, make a drop here, drop there. And I'm taking care of just in zombie land as much as I want to be. And, you know, a junkie left to his own devices yeah. is, isn't, uh, right. Is, is, you know, is a junkie left to his own devices with a pocket full of heroin when he's delivering. So yeah, yeah you're, you're for somebody else. Yeah. All right. And, so and that I can see how that would quickly snowball. That's yeah. a pretty, yeah. that's a pretty easy it, path to watch. It, it, um, it's what's crazy is, uh, is in the paper at the time it was, this was about 2013 is when I left Texas. So maybe 2012, 2013 is when he got busted. It was like the second or third biggest drug bust in Snohomish County or ever at the time. Oh, wow. wow. For heroin, at least. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, and you see all the needles around now, and you're just like, it's just, fuck, man. He had a sick-ass Mercedes within a month ago. <sighs> a Brabus. Uh, you know, a Brabus kit. Yeah, I mean, that's like, putting a Brabus kit is like the extra shit you put on the car afterwards right. to make it look all dope. Yeah. And I looked it up just because I was like, what the fuck does this mean? It's like $45,000 just for the kit. Just for the kit. Oh, okay. wow. Yeah. So, with us here, rock bottom. And, uh, okay, so after his house got raided, because this was a family house, this was uh, actually my stepmom. And uh, just for, to get confusion out of the way, real quick, I have two sets of parents. I have my birth mother and my stepfather that uh, lived down south my whole life. And my uh, birth father and my stepmom always lived here in Everett my okay. whole life, and mm-hmm. I would be back and forth uh, gotcha. between the two. So the hit the bikers were with real mom, the hippies are with real dad, and real dad is the one giving the pills. Got you. Wild. So it's yeah. both sides, as you can see, okay, were yeah. not the greatest of influences. But, so but up here, yeah, is a lot no more regular, a lot more tame. The, yeah, the ones up here were family yeah, exactly. orientated. 
yeah, very know, much so. Christmas is with their, at their house, type gotcha. of family still. But so when that shit went down, which makes in Texas, which makes seeming like giving the pills all the more regular when your parents are almost like regular parents. You know? Yeah. What I mean? No, I I hear you. Yeah. Uh, it, it. Yeah. That's rough. So. Uh, so him, his cousin was living in their in their grandpa's house that was like passed down. Gotcha. Type of shit, and that's the house that got raided in back Texas. to where. No, no, that no, was here. It, here, oh, okay. here in Everett, back to where he was in the story. His his cousin's house yeah. getting raided, which is like the, the the family house that's being passed down. All right, I mean, I, I got that the family was objecting of him being in in the first place, but he, you know, begged his way in, kind of shit. Uh huh. Like, so no, I got this. I'm being good now. Uh, after the house got raided. He had about a month, and I can't remember if it was within a week before or after that. Um, but his house got robbed, and oh, like, shit. like literally, oh, wow. he he went off to make uh, uh, a drop, and he was where he was only going to be gone for like a half hour. And I was at the house, and his daughter, who was only maybe fourteen or fifteen, was out in the rec room that was separated from the house, but by about ten feet. Okay. And uh, these guys came in, and I was in the bathroom <laughs> and uh, trying to take a shit because that's a task when you're on opiates. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a uh, half hour dedication. <laughs> absolutely. And so they kick it in, and, you know, they beat the hell out of me and asked me where my cousin's safe was. I didn't know where the hell my cousin's safe was. <laughs> so I'm like, look, motherfuckers, <laughs> you know, look, I'll, you don't see me moving. You know what I'm saying? And they're about to go out to the rec room because they can't find it. That's when I'm like, motherfuckers, I can't let you do that. You're going to have to kill somebody today because, you know, I said right here, you say, you know, find what the fuck you're looking for and I ain't going to chase you. But, you know, you don't see me moving. It, it was scary as shit. Mm. All, you know, had a concussion, was sick, All didn't take medical help. You know, came back, got high, all all was well in my world. Right. Wow. You know. And so that was pretty rock bottom for you during that robbery? Oh no, that's just the beginning. And okay. so he got kicked <laughs> oh, out. Shit. He got kicked out of his house and then he moved, had to move in with me. And I said, uh, you can move like one of your cars there in my driveway. He brings six. And he's got six cars in my house and he brings you know, he turns my house into the next hot spot. You know, I pretty much let it because I'm a junkie and I ain't putting my foot down. And and uh, during that time, um, him and his girlfriend, who uh, uh, I don't know if I should say her name or not. Right. No, 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 no. Yeah, I don't. It's not. Uh, it's not. No, leave it out. Yeah, but I know this. Is yeah, hard, absolutely. Yeah, I'm saying uh, she was someone who. I met when when he got raided. I went to do what I had to do to bail him out. And how I met his girlfriend that he ended up sticking with, she was in his car emptying out his house of everything worth of valuable. Oh, fuck. Oh, wow. And so um, when he gets out, you know, he... When you bailed him out. Yeah. Like oh, within... oh, no, I didn't even have to bail him out. He he had some crazy thing with the bail, bail bonds bond guy because right. that dude was shady as shit. Mm. <laughs> um, uh, 
So he gets but out so, within like so, 24 hours yeah. of being of getting raided. Needs to come stay with you. He's living with you. Turns your house into the hot spot. Yeah, so that's how I'm meeting her. But for whatever reason, because he liked her or whatever, and he's he's drunk, he stayed, you know, he kept yeah. her around. And so he brings her to my house. And, uh, and I tell him, you know, I'm like, fuck it. Don't, like I said, I don't put my foot down. So this girl, I really can't stand because how I meet her, she's robbing my cousin. And then he brings her to, and then to he your bring, house to and, live and, with you. Which makes me not even like her even less because you're stupid enough to keep this girl around. Right. No, mm-hmm. Yeah. It sucks and, uh, when you see like a, you call that the fucking succubus? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It was that, that kind of situation. And, um, so I ended up, uh, kicking him out. Well, I was getting, I was getting kicked out, but I kicked him out before I was fully out of the house. And he went to Lake Stevens and, bought this house from a tweaker who had the papers showing ownership of the house. And so he signed the papers for, to rent the house from her. Little did he know she sold it to the fucking banker or whoever oh, wow. uh, from under him. Oh, wow. Without let, letting him know. And, uh, there, so the bank cut off the electricity. They're they trying to give him thousands of dollars to move out. Because um, he had squatters' rights and shit, and it was just a big mess. So, uh, while he he gets picked up for jail for like a driving some bullshit or warrant or whatever, whatever it is, yeah, and his girlfriend gets uh, murdered. Oh fuck! Oh shit! Yeah, absolutely, and. Uh, and at the first, uh, before they found the person who did it, I was a suspect because they knew how I felt about her. You know, Gosh, it, yeah, it really was widely did. known. Yeah, I, I, I didn't hide my feelings to anybody. You know. Yeah, you yeah spoke your mind. Like what the fuck? Damn. And uh, so holy shit. <laughs> once I, you know, I went in and talked to the the detectives, and I was already trying to get sober at this time. Like I wasn't doing heroin. I had. Friends coming over and bringing me pills and stuff, trying to wean down, trying to go that route. Yeah, sure. And uh, uh, once they found the guy, it was like, all right, fuck. You know how close? <laughs> you know how close this could have been. Like if they wouldn't have found this fucking guy, yeah, it could have been all kinds of bad for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. You see those mm. those fucking and, shits where people get pegged for shit that's not on them. Like oh, that man. happens. And, and um. Just to see this girl get killed as young as she was, and and as because I treated her like an asshole, like I called her everything in the book. Yeah, you know she called my mom a bitch one time, and I spit it in her face. You know, and wow. that's something I got to live with. Got you. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's heavy duty. But uh, all good, bro. But yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> once once you realize see that, see, you know, that's, uh, yeah, that's you treated it. another person like that. You let you you're uh you stuck around in a situation that you didn't you could uh, didn't need to be in to where you're willing to treat people like that to stay in that situation, you know what I mean? Is is I you know yeah. It's like uh, I, I wanted to turn off emotions, and I ended up doing just that, man. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I mean, it's not 
I don't, I don't, I don't like, hold it against you that you reacted in such a way. I mean, the reality yeah. is that's somebody who's trying to, uh, you know, potentially harm or do your family dirty. So, like, for you to have animosity in that situation, having no idea that she had, a, she was gonna get murdered. You know what I mean? So I wouldn't say that you should hold it against yourself, but it is good that you, like, I can tell by your reaction to the situation. They're like, fuck yeah, no, there's no way the dude murdered her. He already so sad that he, <laughs> he, he treated her as bad as he did. And, like, who knows what she did to get murdered? Like, it sounds like a pretty scandalous no, it was, person. No, it, it was bad. This guy, this, this guy was, was a sicko. They, he had okay. past history. That sucks. Just... Yeah, Total. I mean, there's no excuse for murder. Yeah, it was bad. You she know? was no, left like, tied up. Oh my god, it was bad. That's really bad. And that would be ex- exceptionally ugly murder to have pinned on you. So I could imagine that would be a very fucking traumatic experience. Like I, I would. I mean, that's like that's like shit. Movies are written about, right? right. Yeah, like, like it, where people was, are like the fucking turn. Oh. Like I would be on the edge of my seat watching this movie. Like, oh man, no, oh, what are they gonna uh, happen? No, like Joel's one of the nicest I, guys. I, like, like, like that, no, he didn't murder anybody. <laughs> they're like. Uh, uh, I forget who it was, but they're like, the cops want to talk to you. So I, I'm i like, all right, I called them. I'm like, here, here's my phone. Check, you know, can you check where the fuck I was? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Man, see, you know, uh, uh, deleted all the <laughs> selling heroin fucking texts. <laughs> and then I see all these invisible texts pop up as the, the shit's oh, on my wow. phone. Like this, just like going through on the screen. Yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> that didn't I'm nothing. like this is oh man cause I know that sometimes they'll take they'll try to go after other things right now if, they've got the information now that yeah. they've got the information of one thing put, they can put people on for fucking lyrics and a rap song then they can definitely get you for the text message right. you deleted <laughs> exactly man like so all that was just scary as shit man like, yeah. it was you know I, I had guilt I was fucking scared for my own your freedom, freedom you yeah. know i was like fuck man how the fuck am i here <laughs> <laughs> yeah no shit As, man so it sounds like you were already kind of trying to get off the heroin and and you had people getting you uh you know stuff to so so what was the what was the recourse what was your gradual step out of that and how did you manage it and how does cannabis play a role there so at that time when my uh right before i'd say i lost my apartment about a week before i I was had to move out nathan would stop by every day and i remember the strain of dab he had at the time it was peach kush okay and and, uh sounds nice i called that shit the truth serum because he would sit there and he was doing it to help me get to sleep like to help me to get me high enough to get through the pain part and just yeah, the initial the, pain mm-hmm. of the withdrawals is what I was thinking. Right. It, it was like, man, this shit will get you so you know stoned that you'll be able to crap out or whatever. Sure. And uh, I would get so stoned, and I would just go into a fucking introspective nightmare. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Of just where the fuck I was in life. Uh-huh. Oh, man. And, man, it, it was like... like I, I would literally be in a straight nightmare until my brain overloaded and I passed the fuck out. Whoa. And I would get good, crazy sleep, like 
at that time like yeah. four or six hours was good crazy oh, sleep man. you know yeah. but woke up just and just woke up just feeling like fuck alright I gotta just determine like I still I felt like that shit was still in my brain you know what mm-hmm. I mean like right. the other thing I was giving him was um, I called them Boco pills B-H-O C-O instead of Coco yeah Boco mm-hmm. so it was I would just infuse coconut oil with bho got you and each pill i rounded out right around 50 milligrams perfect and mm. i would give him you know four of those and that and yeah four no, of those cool. and with three a bunch dabs, of dabs yeah and fucking there you go go back to sleep so sleep i could through that see shit. i could see where when the edibles kind of creep in and the, mm-hmm. the introspective because that's like when you eat edibles the conversion of the what is it 11 hydroxy metabolite yeah metabolite yeah. through your liver and all that it's technically a psychedelic right yeah, and, then, 11, and then like there's a there's a lot of really strong studies now about how psychedelics are helping people with addictions and stuff and i think it's a lot of what you're talking about um I, I was also eating. My parents made this uh, fudge, this oh uh, yeah, peanut butter and this chocolate, real strong ass, just out of butter, you know. Yeah, that shit was strong Classic. as fuck and <laughs> strong as shit. Like it and was straight weedy, like you know what I mean. That like, was you also knew this in shit the was mix, full of fucking weed. So did you quit pretty well cold turkey when you did? Yeah, because uh, my, my my figuring is the only way I'm is I'm, I've ever been able to quit anything is just remove myself from any access mm-hmm. to gotcha. it, you know. Yeah. And so I went where I didn't know a soul and moved to Texas. I was like, fuck it, I don't know. How no, I, I had my birth mother was there who and my uh stepfather who she's been married to since uh uh she moved up to Washington when about the same time I met Nate. Yeah. And uh that's who she's married to now and who's a great guy. So that was like ninety three Gotcha. So and, yeah, uh, and that and so ever since then, no bikers blowing smoke in kids' face. Yeah, yeah, He's an engineer. Texas a bad place he's, to be uh, on the counterculture. A veteran, you know, yeah, he's a he, just good, just guy. a good dude. Rick's a good dude. Yeah, cool. Shout him out. Not Rick. afraid to mm. burn one. <laughs> Not afraid to have have a nice glass of whiskey and burn one. You know, there right. you go. So mm. it was a, it was and, a change uh, of pace. Good influence. Yeah, and, and how uh, was it? But you, you couldn't. Could you attain cannabis? I got one there? other question first before the, that is this, when the, um how many it. days of I don't know how long of a period was it a week that I was coming over every day and and lacing you up with that stuff about a, about a week to ten days okay because I can't remember I just knew it was just one of my stops in my in my rounds it was like make sure to stop and get y'all good for the day and mm-hmm. my whole intentions was was for him to just try to sleep through those initial initial physical just withdrawals that which is what sends most people back to heroin in my opinion or back to even pills sure. or whatever it's yeah just not being to, able to get through that first mm-hmm. hump yeah just past that fucking first week of just physically excruciating i mean i guess you have diarrhea because you have a little <laughs> shit properly uh, you can't eat. you know you, you can't, can't eat anything. properly but you're still shitting all over the fucking place your, your muscles yeah. go into crazy spasms and cramps and stuff from what you're i've old, heard i don't know i mean that's a little gross to say but you're overly sensitive everywhere your, your whole every part of your skin Really? Yeah, like that's embarrassing. Not too many people want yeah, to tell you that part. That part huh? But I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep that. it real with people. Right? That's wild. Yeah, yeah, so I've never heard that. 
that's why I wanted. I just wanted to kind of clarify it's, that of, it's, uh, of where the cannabis I, really. Because I talked about this with my cousin, and he had the same problem. It's like when he was in jail and shit oh, like that. Oh god, that'd the be the worst place, place to be the having worst wet place, dreams. Worst place. Just in there humping your mattress. And I'm like, at you, and I was laughing at him until the shit happened. I just. I was like, That's man, <laughs> okay, <laughs> damn it. Yeah, because I just, I feel like um, I just really want to stress the fact of using cannabis to get through those withdrawals in the edible yeah that, and that's and interesting it was just a 10 day or two week period and and i'm wondering too it's like because with methadone treatment uh, the weed. it's forever it's for fucking ever man oh, i have friends that are still on suboxone and, and uh, methadones from um 2010 and when did this take place for you when did you move to texas this was 2000 the summer of 2013 okay so you cold turkey quit have you had any relapse? Um, no. Um, right. I smoke weed. Um, I drink. Uh, when I went to Vegas, when I got uh, some money, I did some cocaine. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. No regrets. Yeah, yeah. No, no regrets. It's not something I recommend. Hey, but man, that's it, just supposed to stay was, in Vegas. It's just, yeah. <laughs> you can that, tell us about the was, wet dreams. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, uh, so that's seven but, years. But that bro. was left. But that was left there too. Yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. You're in that's like awesome. six and a half years. Fucking well, yeah. yeah. Congratulations for one. Yeah, I, I appreciate. Thanks it. So thanks for sharing because that's yeah. heavy duty shit. Absolutely, man. Yeah. I was I was gonna say before, man. If there's like anything that sparks your mind, I don't give a fuck how appropriate. Feel free. Yeah. Like, no. You you might see me at a little bit of anxiety, but that's that's just me. Oh yeah, <laughs> sure, is, man. Fair I mean, that's that's about. heavy. So how does how does cannabis? How does cannabis still continue to, I guess, help you uh, battle this addiction or, you know, just make sure you stay on top of it? Um, a lot of it is, uh, is introspective uh, as far as the part from helping me stay clean. It's uh, I, I analyze everything when I when I got sober, um, when I say I say sober off the heroin, you know, mm -hmm. whatever. If anybody want to call not call that sober, because whatever, Cause when I quit, alcohol, fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> and a little bit of mushrooms. <laughs> oh yeah, like um, that's my. I'm waiting to do some mushrooms right now. I, I'm. I've been at a little bit of a roadblock. I need to open up some uh, some doors. Got you. And uh, that, that's that, that's a, that's a door kicker right there. Let me tell you. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Sometimes I understand that one. He's also been searching for a DMT pen. Oh man, very oh, wow. heavily. Yeah, just because uh, of the time frame of it, you know what I mean. I feel like that's something that might uh, kick open those kick open those uh, receptors and make you think. Aligns yeah. pathways. I mean, if if uh, cannabis makes you introspective and kind of make you like turmoil on some shit, yeah. uh, mushrooms would be like that on steroids. Oh, I love, yeah, you absolutely. know, and it's like it's. I, I think that comes back to people when they talk about set and setting. Uh, it's not just about the place you're in, the people you're with, but the setting is, it's a part of how you're, uh, how you approach your, mind, how you approach your mental setting. Yeah. yeah. Your mental setting. So mushrooms are always have a place in my life. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason they call them like what a golden yeah. teachers and mm -hmm, shit like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, these things are, um, renowned for giving you personal insights as well as it seems external insights when you really look at, uh, you know, a lot of the, I don't know, I, shamans and shit that they're pulling shit out of fucking thin air to tell people absolutely and 
and uh, we, we like when you go down to the wormholes of these things and hear like uh, Bill W, you know, a friend of Bill W, you know, uh, Bill W, what he was the founder of Alcoholics Anonymous, okay, oh, gotcha. and he got kind of ostracized from his own shit because he was starting to experiment with LSD and other hallucinogenics to help uh, battle addiction. Right. So LSD, uh, some of the first trials were uh, for alcohol addiction. And it's okay. funny because they thought that they would, uh, like before they were going into, what do they call it, delirium tremens, where people go through like severe withdrawals on alcohol. Like yeah. it can be like, it can kill you. Mm-hmm. It's really extreme if you're super alcoholic. And what they would say is that they, would, they were going to try to like basically break them down. By giving them the just like a, a, a atomic dose of LSD, just just some, just some MK Ultra stuff, you know, more or less, yeah. And uh, they thought that they were gonna just break them down and be able to like, you know, fuck them up sideways so that the when they did go through the withdrawals, it was no big deal because they've already been just like ran through, right? But in reality, like they just got these crazy insights where they weren't they they could look at their addiction from a third. Like kind of a like from an outside like from perspective, outside perspective yeah, from a third person, uh, so to speak, and they uh, didn't really have the problem after that. Like it, it really was helping a lot of people with just the one dose, right? And and there's studies now to you know with whether it's PTSD, they're using or, ketamine a lot in certain studies like this. Yeah, too. they're doing ketamine as well, and it's all these. They're having you come in and sit with a therapist, and it's all clinical. It's right. not like they're just like here's your drugs, go home, hope it works for you. Um, yeah, and that's kind of what he's looking to do with the mushrooms is you kind of go out of your body and look at your life and it's it's shit and see how it goes, how it's going. And yeah, it can you... be some profound insights. Yeah, yeah I for love sure. doing that. Um, yeah, I love... I'm going to go up and pill chuck by myself, have Uncle Sonny drop me off, do an overnighter, spread my dad's ashes because those were his stomping grounds. With the bears right. and the coyotes? Oh, yeah, man. They've been, oh, shit. Man, they've been be enough. Careful. I'll, I'll be all right. fucking Leonardo DiCaprio out there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'll bring. I'll, I'll do the uh, Tom Hanks, bring Wilson with me. Have a little company. I'll be good. Okay. Yeah. You have know. a trip sitter. Yeah. So, yeah. You know. yep, with that yellow claw. Bears ain't fucking around. <laughs> yeah, you put yellow claw. The bears are not coming They're around. Not coming They're around. not coming around. We <laughs> are right. So now that it's been six and a half years, and also I kind of wanted to bring up that murder case did just get resolved like what two months ago. Um, it got resolved in October. Yeah, and so, I mean, it's like been, towards the end of October. It's so, been yeah, this long, three months. And, I mean, he had to testify and all this shit. So I mean, it was my my I, cousin so, just got out of uh, prison from the previous from the house being raided. Raid I I told you oh, about wow. and uh, and uh, I haven't spoke to him in a while because we were kind of. You know, we weren't beefing or anything. So, it's just so he was. Right. He, I let him kind of take advantage of me, and he took advantage of to the fullest. So I wasn't, I wasn't hating him for that. It was my own fault. But at the same yeah. time, you were supposed he to. He kind of shit on me a little yeah. bit, you know. Fair, yeah. I could see why you wouldn't want to just uh, jump back in, fucking palling around. Yeah, and then when I saw he had to testify, they had it in the in the. Ever Herald and whatnot, and oh, shit. I was just like, "Fuck, man! All right, time to get a hold of you because I know, you know, as much as I'm going through, because it was his girlfriend, yeah, that you were going, th- that he's going through it too." And I was just, you know, right? Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, no, I have the I had the same thing. I had a, yes. a similar situation where uh, I thought I'd never talk to an ex girlfriend. You know, just one of those. Like I just uh, probably not Absolutely. gonna happen. And her 
boyfriend at the time and the father of her daughter tragically got killed. Yeah, I remember you talking about by this. Uh, getting shot by police. Yeah, and as as far as I could read and find out, all it was was he was having an aggravated conversation on the phone, and the cop just shot him fucking like three times, and he died right there on the spot. Like, damn, it, yeah, it's fucked up, and like, I couldn't not, you know what I mean? Like, like I I didn't I just just to know you're all right. And and just be like, fuck, man, I'm sorry, the universe shit on you. That's fucked. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes you just, it's like, you, like whatever beef I had or animosities or whatever the fuck like that, that uh, just on a, on a human to human level, like, whoa, man. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely. And, and this, this uh, whole last year has just been uh, the most tumultuous year of my life since uh, I quit doing heroin because... Uh, it, everything is coming. I have to go try to remember my own testimony of what I, or my own statement. I mean, of what I told the police. Yeah. Um, when he was on drugs, wild. Yeah. yeah. That would now he's you know and six years sober and has to try to remember what the fuck he even told the cops like, back then. Yeah. And uh, uh, and because at the same time. You don't want to do it, but you also want to be there for for the prosecutors because because if there's anything you could say to that's going to help nail this fucker, you you know that was right like my only chance at redemption and and uh, from me to her, you know what I mean? Fair, for, yeah, like my, like let know. me help this guy. Yeah, for sure, I feel that. And uh, but yeah, uh, this murder was like that rape, torture, kill type shit. She, yeah, you know, they, like that real like, like the worst of the worst type some shit oh, that could make man. a law order like, law and order episodes about type shit. Yeah, SVU. It, it, it was not regular Law and Order SVU. Yeah, when you see it on TV, so, uh, you're just like, "Oh, this from, is." Yeah, but from, in real from, life, if I understand my cousin right and I understand what I heard, because I also when I uh, after I testified I, when I was in Chicago, I watched the uh, trial on Facebook Watch. Okay, and uh, you know to see what the hell. Well, yeah, the you want to see what happened in the, the end, you know, and. And uh, I don't know where the hell I was going with this. My mind, my mind. Left. <laughs> <laughs> that so fucking man there, pig, this, is doing work. Where <laughs> I was going with this six and a half years, and the and it just wrapping up. I know that this last year has been pretty crazy because you've had to get reinvolved with this case and and bring yes, back that type yes. of stuff. But other than yeah. that, I, with my own two eyes, have seen you grow, you know, tremendously as a as a person and i was just wondering how you know what are some of those strides that you have taken in the last you know it's been six years and i've seen you go from being a heroin addict to who you are now and i just wanted maybe you could talk about some of the you know highlights of this this climb back to well i i spent until the last two years i was pretty much uh homeless after right. uh, i um so sleeping couches and I was fortunate and didn't have to spend, you know, like nights out on the street, but no place of my own to, to anchor down, you know? Right. Yeah. So I was in a constant state of transition and that just seemed like it wasn't going to stop. And that will, you know, that'll get you down when you're ready to, you're doing what you need to. And 
uh, to make your life better, but it's not getting any better. And the powers that yeah. be don't seem to be cooperating. <laughs> you know, yeah. you're going through the motion. You know, you're doing what you can, and and maybe uh, you know I was doing it right or whatever. Or, uh, but in, whatever in my, the reason, in my opinion, and this is again hindsight and of knowing you. Yeah, I think some of the things that led to you, um, uh, getting to where you were homeless was putting some of your responsibilities on other people. And then, and but that made you learn, and it made you a better person because you take care of all your own shit now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, I, I always had. There was always because there's like, always some. There's always been somebody there, whether it was your mom, your sister, your stepmom, whoever, or even my, has, like to, like my cousin, where I was secondly earning what I did, but right. it was still you know, somebody was just always put, a crutch. put in my lap. Yeah, somebody's always been like a little bit of a crutch for you. You know? That, yeah. It's, uh, and I think that led to you not taking care of your responsibilities and, and, you know, people told you, oh yeah, I'll do that for you. And then they didn't do it for you. And then you even had a reason, uh, an external reason why it didn't work. You know what I mean? A legit external reason why it didn't work when it was your fault for not taking the responsibility, but it was also their fault for saying they would take on the responsibility and then following through. Yeah, that's a slippery slope. You really right. gotta have. Yeah, it's that yeah. fucking like. It's well, like I mean, uh, it's like gotta, the, you gotta do you. Take the, care. the reason I moved to Texas on on that one, I think, is kind of what you're talking about. Like when I was getting straight, uh, is uh, not just this, but things like this. Like uh, my sister, she's like, come down here. You know, you don't know one down, know anyone down here. She yeah. and and uh, this will be a good place to to get away from all that shit. And so a lot of burden was put on her, just me moving into her house, you know? Yeah, that's heavy. At least she, I'm like, yeah, if she hears this, you know, thanks for having yeah. you, fucking, you know? And yeah. it's cool that you didn't just take advantage. Like, no. it might have been a burden on her for the time being, but at the same time, like, at least it was a burden worth taking on because it's right. led to you being sober now, you and know, definitely. and getting, getting yeah, your don't sell yourself underneath short. you. Yeah. Part well, of that was oh, for him to be a built-in babysitter for his yeah. nieces and nephews. And, so, you know, so he yeah. was there was, contributing. There was a, there was there was a reciprocation there. Was, yeah, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And also, I was blessed to help my sister uh, through nursing school financially, and especially her to get her uh, next step up from, yeah, like she already uh, had one degree in nursing was school LPN, and, was, I think it was the and he paid for her to be able to get her next degree or pay oh, her and, and, then, yeah. and, and so <laughs> I was you know I was contributing but I was also there was burdens I was putting on other people that were grown up burdens I should have had myself as for housing heating these things should have been all bills coming in my name you know, right? I, I should be handling this your, as an adult. Still keeping bills in your mama's name at thirty, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, so yeah, in that four years of homelessness, you went from Texas to Washington to Chicago to Washington to Chicago to Washington, something uh, te- like that. Texas to Washington to Chicago to Washington to Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, and then by the time you got back from Chicago the second time, all your housing stuff was lined up. And everything for you to start. Yeah. You stayed in the house for yeah, a little okay. bit longer. Then I, everything had, then was I had a foundation. Yeah, just something I could, I could, I could start building on. Yeah. So, uh, so now he's got his own apartment. He, he, like you said earlier, he goes on his walks daily. He mentioned off air earlier that in quitting heroin, did he get up to? He did get up to almost four hundred pounds. 
and now you've lost how much weight do you think uh right now i'm hovering around around 300 290 to 300 yeah so he's lost about 110 pounds in the last what year year and a half or something like that i would call it have you because you just you just signed your one-year lease second year yeah or that's month month but i'm in my second year yeah that's what i mean i know a homie who's just done fucking crazy work on the keto diet yeah thought about that i know it's probably not for everybody and i don't know the safety to that whole shit i'm not a fucking doctor but i have seen some crazy shit i've looked into it and uh it's uh it's something i need to check uh with a doctor because uh like i know i have a friend who's a diabetic and he can't that people with diabetes can't do uh, the gotcha. keto diet. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I'm not a doctor, and, but and I don't have uh, diabetes or anything. But I am on the heavy uh, on the side, so I don't know if that would be. I got to Yeah, you want to make sure it's safe. safe. But yeah, just throwing that one out there. But but you know, I've seen. I've and it, I it has a real good basis because I've done a lot of looking on that. Uh, what it takes to get your body in a state of ketosis, mm-hmm. and it, it's basically your body turns into a high efficient uh fuel burning machine yeah. <laughs> that you got to uh, uh, keep more often like feed and and it, your body uses it a lot more efficiently and uh I'm interested in this for sure uh excuse can me can I take us out of this subject for a second I just want to put one more cherry on top of the whole thing and then um, go for it and then I think we can be done with this whole thing and go on to the next stuff but uh the other day, so Joel lives like a block away from a, a little local, I wouldn't even call it a club, but you know, they got a dance floor and a DJ and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of girls running around in short skirts out in front of there all the time when I'm dropping them off. I'm like, hey, Joel. There, what it was was there was two, there was a dude walking out of there with a chick in each arm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, look, that dude's got two. You could at least got one tonight, bro. Uh-huh. And, and he said one of the most like, I don't even know what you call it, like profound statements or whatever to me. He goes, yeah, I'd like that, but I'm just getting ready. To, I'm just starting to like myself again. And and that introspective statement right there, like I'm getting goosebumps when I think about it now because I, I just kind of, we just were still laughing about the dude. You know what I mean? We just continued joking uh-huh. about the club and shit like that. But by the time I got home, and we only live a few blocks away from each other. So by the time I got home, what he had said finally kind of like bounced around in my head enough to where I was like, whoa, that's hella, hella like introspective and like self whatever. I don't know what the, how to, self-awareness for you to say, I'm just starting to like myself again. And to even not only think it, but to actually say it out loud to somebody else is like, I think another step in that. And and, and in a health, yeah. in a super mental healthy way that I love, that after I got home, I was like, that right there was a, a super dope just step in, in a mental, mental health you know whatever yeah um uh, one of the mental health night- nightmares i've been going through since quitting is analyzation that's been my biggest tools just analyzing everything to and to where i, I got went a little mad <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. just Canvas reading reading shit into simple statements sometimes yeah and that's kind of the slippery slope, this I think, of psychedelics. Good. Yeah, um, definitely. And 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 like, if you're using cannabis in that way, like, if it really does make you introspective like that, like, like uh, um, I, I've had issues with uh, m- m- mental health since I was a kid, you know, and 
It was them like, bikers like and them true, joints. Like true, uh, you know, disassociative. Uh, like I, there was a time <laughs> in me getting sober where I actually thought true, truly that I wasn't a human being. I couldn't be one of y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I wasn't built the same. <laughs> That's crazy. It, yeah. And I, you know. All right. Well, um, I do I want to think. Oh, oh yeah, go ahead. I, just, right, I know that, that's something? a little mad, okay. but but yeah, that's just I was just like, oh, that's the only logical explanation here. I just want to thank you for you know getting pretty personal and and going kind of deep and absolutely, you know, yeah, probably sorry when I went off. No, you're good. Dance, you know? Giving some, you know, an eye opening real story of addiction in literally one of the first cities that tried to sue oxycontin for so many people addicted to it you know those this those are all our rough, homies but that, it's still kind of going they're talking about and i just really want to thank you for being so honest and open about the whole thing absolutely yeah vice versa and i hope none of the questions i ask were too invasive or whatever yeah no, not at Whoa. all ball burner Whoa. okay cool Jeez, he's on yeah, fire. Uh, yeah. yeah thanks for the yeah very broke. candid you know <laughs> dig it yeah. uh my final well, question thanks is for having uh, me on. yeah for sure <laughs> I, I got it, I got one more question straight to you. How do you like this uh, weed? It's fucking fantastic. You like it? I'm, lo- I'm loving it. Like, like uh, I'm about as comfortable as I could be. And besides it's the company, the weed, everything is just a nice, nice, real. It's good a twist and talk vibe yeah, over here. Good, good vibes mm. going on right now. That's what's up. A little think, slow cleansing uh, conversation for him a little bit, probably. It's a good strain to kind of delve into this kind of shit. Yeah, yeah it's just the right enough. kind of hybrid. To, this could, is a good conversation strain. This is one I'll, I'll definitely say that as I'm selling it. Yeah, it's put, agree it's with put like a good, like I could, how do I explain this? The room not only is smoky and hot boxed, <laughs> but like the high kind of has this like warm, fuzzy, thick, feeling to it mm-hmm. like it matches the hot box in the room like it's just it's it's laid back like it would be great with like bundled up and just laying on the couch <laughs> you know like let me grab an extra blanket and a cat and like <laughs> you know what I mean like just you wouldn't be falling asleep like this is this would be good this is good weed I, I really like it. I like the high far more than the taste or the you know smell sure um, but it had no unappealing like there was nothing wrong with the flavors it just it didn't like it didn't stand out sure but the high is fucking great see my thing with the flavors is that i feel like that even even the experience with this one and having my experience before um it's just the resin changes maybe it's just with having people smoke it differently maybe it creates different resin pockets and stuff kind of like that too that's kind of maybe something to take into consideration from a personal smoking experience to you know a session smoking experience interesting Um, smaller cherry provides better terps Potentially, yeah, like, you know, I'm able, able to control it just a little bit more and stuff like that. But I will say that even my personal experience and this experience and kind of something that I have with maybe just a little bit of gelato, we were talking about that before and stuff like that, some of these hype strains coming out, is it has a great flavor for the for like a little bit, and then it just kind of renders back to something more generic. Um, and I, that, Yeah, I often blame that on the grow. You think so? Yeah. yeah I don't know. Fire Bros more is pretty good. Not, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it smoked really good, but yeah. I don't know. Just not on terms. Speaking of fire bros, I brought a extra little caveat treat. Oh, all right. Well, I'm gonna get into Nebraska. Who are you? What do you got? Rope a dope live resin. Oh Ooh, man, nice. that's good. I got right. I got to dab some of that, that last night. Yeah, I figured I would just grab one of these. It's not it's, the same strain, but it's still fire bros. Yeah, I'm dabbing so. Marina and the rest of my little beer with that. 
Oh man, yeah, no. So I, this I got is to, like this is speaking of sherb. This is like a sherby something or other, right? Rope-a-dope. I don't know what rope-a-dope, rope-a-dope is. Um, it's I think it's dosido and something. Dosido and Kimbo Kush. Do they have it on there? I don't know. I'm just kidding. I'll um, look it up. So I'm gonna bust down Nebraska real quick because it is a simple, quick state. Not even hard. Not even hard, huh? No. First it's off, flaccid. First off, they're the bitch asses. They ain't got no medical type of shit. Oh man! All right. So, well, they're they're behind the ball. Well, I mean, yeah. it's Nebraska. What the and fuck do you expect? Nebraska. So we're gonna go straight to just what you get for how you how long you going to jail and how much you paying for having weed on you. How high you getting hung? That's all yeah. we're gonna talk about. It's not too crazy. They actually reformed their laws. You know, just re- very recently. You know, 1979. Hmm. You know, only 40 years ago is the last time they decided that marijuana was a relevant issue. <laughs> it's like to, it was irrelevant then. It's been irrelevant ever since it gets federalized. <laughs> so it's um, possession. Very easy. No type of misdemeanor or anything. It's just a civil infraction, $300 fine if you get caught with an ounce on your first time. Okay. Ounce or less. Okay. So very simple. Simple infraction. $300 fine. You don't, It doesn't even go on your permanent record, apparently. N- nope. Second time around, well, it does go on your record because then they'll know you have a second time. Oh, that's true. I guess so. I guess, but so it's, it's like it's it's like on your record, like a. Uh, but it's it's closer, like it's, a jaywalking or something. Yeah, it's like less than a misdemeanor. Right. It's just a civil infraction showing that you did get cited for this and fined for this. Uh. So then, on your second offense here, with one ounce or less, it is a misdemeanor with up to five days in jail, five hundred dollar fine. One ounce or less on your third offense. Again, a misdemeanor. Now you're looking at up to a week in jail because, you know, you need to spend a weekend here to learn your lesson. Right. And uh, still just 500 bucks. And then it's still not too crazy with if you have an ounce to a pound. Excuse me. It's still just a misdemeanor, still only up to three months and only a $500 fine. So Overall, we're just not prosecuting, prosecuting heavy for just like, you know. Right. Up to a pound, they're a really, pound. really not sweating you. And then if you have more than a pound, boom, jumps to it's a like, felony. Fuck you. A felony up to five years and a ten thousand dollar fine. What are you doing in Nebraska so with we more than a pound from, of weed? Went from an ounce to a, if you have a pound, you're getting three months and a five hundred dollar fine. If you have more than a pound, you're getting five years and a ten thousand dollar fine. That's a jump. It's a big jump. You know, it's not. It, it's it's almost. It's it like it. Don't have seventeen ounces. You better have fifteen and a half. Ah, uh, ah. <laughs> uh. And then, uh, so then we go down to sale or manufacture, and they are kind of strict on this. So any amount of um, selling weed is a felony with a mandatory minimum of one year, all the way up to twenty years, twenty five thousand dollar fine. Wow. If you sell to a minor within a thousand feet of a school or between a hundred to a thousand feet of a no drug zone, then that's a felony with a mandatory minimum of one year up to 50 years. If you do this twice, if you sell to a minor within the school zone, say, I don't know, it doesn't specify if you're not within the school zone. Of a school zone. You know what I mean? If you're not within the school zone or no drug zone, I don't know what you get for selling to a minor because of the way they word it. It's only if you're within the zones, you're getting this much. Like you're hanging out but, at the school. But I'm like, blame, hey, kid. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I blame that more on the right. potheads who run normal where we're getting this information, not putting the and or in there right, or something yeah. like that than anything. But uh, that subsequent offense, you're looking at a mandatory minimum of three years up to life. Yep. 
in prison for selling kids weed next to the school. Yep. So you're don't, done. Don't do that. Just just know your parameters. Just fucking 18 or over your ID. Yeah, dude. Just ask them. You know? And then they don't got, got an ID. Uh, you just got to be like, dude, it's not. Cultivation is the same as sales and manufacturing. So all the same thing if you're growing weed, which is weird because if you're growing weed to a minor, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but uh, now we're on to hash or concentrates. Just possession hash is a felony. Five years, up to five years, $10,000 fine. Selling, manufacturing, or possession with the intent to distribute felony up to, up to one to 20 years. No mandatory minimum on that. Mm. $25,000 fine. Last but not least, if you get caught with some paraphernalia up in this bitch, you're getting a $100 fine. You're selling paraphernalia, six months, $1,000 fine. You're selling paraphernalia to kids. You're looking at up to a year with a $1,000 fine. And if you put up flyers saying you sell paraphernalia, you're getting three months and a $500 fine. They put that one at the end. At yeah. the very end. Advertising paraphernalia. What the fuck? Is that Instagram? <laughs> I don't even know. So that's Nebraska in a fucking nutshell. So don't go there is smoking that, weed. Or so don't advertising, go there with more could than that be like more wearing a pound. shirt? How would that? I think it's, if you, could, could I think it's advertising for your, your head shop selling bongs. Uh, you know, you're still selling hookahs and tobacco pipes. Yeah, so if you, if you, uh, let them know where to get access to that on a shirt or something. On a shirt, yes. Mm-hmm. I guess you could get in trouble, but I think they're talking about billboards or uh, even flyers or magazine advertisements or anything yes. or black with pictures parties. of bongs slash pipes in them to advertise for your cigarette store. Right. Any information on the rope, dope? Took me for fucking ever, yeah, but I did. found it out. It's a different pheno of Kimbo Kush. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I knew there was some Kimbo Kush mm-hmm. around there somewhere. Yeah. Huh? And what the fuck is Kimbo Kush? Kimbo Kush. I mean, it's named after the dude fucking knocking people right. out back in the <laughs> right? backyard like days. Granddaddy rest Purple in peace. or something. Also, rest in peace, Kobe. Oh, yeah, yeah dude. That sucks. Shit, man. Oh, I forgot man. to say that earlier. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. We when just found that. That, 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 that happened today. Yeah. Today. Jesus, man. This morning. Mm-hmm. 41. Uh, 41 years 41 old. 41 with four yeah. kids and a he's, wife. Yeah. When you die he's in like, a helicopter crash. He's like 15 yeah, days old. One of his daughters. Gianna. She was in there too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, him and his daughter, and then it was six other people and a pilot. It, no, it no, current. it was uh, nine total uh, pilot and uh, right. eight. That was the I, I saw they, I, I saw the police right, make so that said, statement. Him, his daughter, six other people, and the pilot. Oh gosh, that's <laughs> wild. Oh, that's uh, so and, uh, Kimbo Kush, yeah. That's crazy. I saw that. I saw that on uh, like Facebook. I was like, "What?" It's, yeah, it's it's real. And then I had That's to like exactly look it up, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, it's they, real as fuck. They originally uh, reported it. This uh, announcer for ABC said it was like four of Kobe's children, and I saw just saw him taking a retraction. I didn't see his original fucking man. And I was like, "Man, how how bad would that be if you're one of those people to hear that?" Right. The wrong, you know, the wrong information, and Man. I mean, it's gonna be it's fucking tragic. But to he just retired a couple years ago. Yep, I made sure to get my sons down there to watch him one time in the in the LA arena. There you go. Before he retired, that was a bucket list for Sean. You guys know Sean. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows Sean. Yeah, that was a bucket list for him to see Kobe play, and and we made sure to make that happen. That was that's what's up. So you know, bucket list for my sons are bucket list for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I got to do everything I can to make that shit happen. Oh, yeah. So. 
What do we got? You're not uh, even heated up. What are we doing? I need. Yeah, I, don't got, I got no tools. Where's right. the tools? Um, I got a dabber over here. So, um, damn, I got to pee, but we got to talk about this ten uh, percent concentrate law going on. Fucking so stupid. This thing is dumb, dude. I don't even. I don't know where they're getting their why. Why they're get? Why they're gonna do anything with a five hundred two with this shit? Ten percent. Right. Like, what do you? The phone. I want to know what they dilute for? it with. Right. Well, their whole vitamin E acetates, which we're dilute it with. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, the whole thing it's, was like, oh, the dilutants are killing people, so we can't have strong concentrates. What, like, it doesn't make what, any fucking sense. Motherfucker, just stop diluting what's it. What's the opposite of a concentrate? A dilution? Uh, dilution. I mean, dilution. That's what it should be called. They would have to change the name to a dilution. Yeah, dilution. <laughs> and But I mean, like, why? T- 10%? You're better off smoking weed. Like, you know how big vape carts are going to get? They're just. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get ridiculous like the e-cigarette industry, man. Yeah, I've seen dude. them smoking out of toolboxes. Like yeah, fuck, dude. Like walkie-talkies everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, we can't just use pens. No, nah, dude. Yeah, I got, I got, I got the the hex quad extra coil over here. You know what I'm saying? And it's oh got, it, it, va- it vapes at a at a at a 15 percent capacity. It's, it's I know 10 percent's a law, but I, I just yeah, I really want to know what their proposed cutting agent would be I in this bullshit. Don't even know. So I think what they're what they're saying is I. Uh, there, so it's all based around the the death surrounding the uh, illicit black market. Are you sure? Because what I read cartridges. is it was psychosis. They're worried about how people are getting psychosis from cannabis. Psychosis from cannabis because the high never stops. Apparently, well, I mean, here the, here's the thing: if you're gonna be a schizophrenic, right? Yeah, you're predisposed to schizophrenia. Cannabis and other psychedelics can bring on the schizophrenia early. Sure, I can totally so understand that. That's with that being the case, like you got these people out here that are schizos, but they're like young, uh, fucking trying different things, like everybody does. All of a sudden, they find dabs, and now they're goddamn full blown crazy. So I could. They're see... all introspective and shit, and they got three three different people talking to them. <laughs> yeah, now you know what I'm saying. So I could see where like the lawmakers are getting their evidence, but what the fuck would like? Okay. But what do you do? To make this law happen, like, did you fucking think this out at all? They didn't. Not at it's all. It's obvious. Like, it's just, and it's so bananas that the disconnect is that strong. The shitty part is, is there's other states that have implemented this, and they ha- and, th- and the companies are having to abide by it. Really? Yeah. We've what are heard, they cutting we've, with? We've it? talked about it in in 10%? other ten percent oils concentrates. You're talking about uh, like- weed and everything. Well, I mean, okay, so ten oh, percent. Um, so I don't know what they're doing to fudge their numbers yeah. on the opposite way. You know than what they're doing here to make sure that it stays under like eighteen percent. Yeah, something. I scream at my plants to make sure they don't feel good. You know, start <laughs> start making start making lots of THC and shit, dude. I, I, get, I get all my shit imported from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I keep mine until it's down at eighteen percent. I just I smoke and, and smoke, smoke until it. I get a there headache, and yeah. I turn that into Fall asleep. It's weird because this oil smells lemony. Does it? Yeah, and it's supposed to be Starfighter crossed with uh, Kimbo. Oh no, 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 uh, Blackberry Kush. Blackberry. Yeah, so I'm, I don't know. Uh, Shouldn't be lemony. That that's one thing that got me when I was in Texas is how uh, readily available brick weed is. The you know, uh, you're getting uh, a couple ounces for fifteen twenty bucks. Just seeds, stick stems, everything it's in the it. Most ratchet card cap I've it, ever seen. Doc. It's, it's I need to buy a new one essentially. <laughs> it's just so filthy. Do you have like a paper towel? I could luck holding something to heat that motherfucker up with. But because the laws are made Karamba. of steel. But because the laws are so harsh in Texas, I wonder why 
why don't you just go for it and get some, get the go grow some good shit indoors, man? Right. It's all it's all getting you the same it. around the time, man. It's happening. It's happening out there a little bit. Yeah. Does growing get you the same amount of time as possession? Um, I would assume I, not. Yeah, I don't. I don't you know. know. It's not the, uh, We're not to the T's yet, so I don't know. You might stick something. You really might in just Nebraska. Poke a hole in it. Yep. Yeah, I, I know. Uh, just hold it up by something. Uh, yeah, Monty's trying to fandangle. I, I know it's uh, not something you want to get caught with in, te- in Texas, man. Right. But um, I don't know. I, don't I, know I assume that the risk exactly of possession. Exactly how, how bad they are. I assume the risk of possession and the risk of cultivating are pretty different. I know I'm like my There ste- he goes. Look at him. My stepdad, every time <laughs> I had to smoke, I went to smoke my evening joints, he would say, go for a walk, you know, get about a mile down. I, I can have my house taken away. Get a mile down before we get a mile down the road. I don't want any of this. Uh, what do you call it? Head of household or head of neighborhood? Yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, neighborhood HOH watch. or whatever. Yeah. Oh, housing association, whatever. HOA. Like the neighborhood. Yeah. Goody two shoes. Like keep your shit Home up. You owner, can't paint that there, people. Homeowners Home association. association. Yes. Like, don't let any yeah, of those fuckers. You walk fuckers. over in the next neighborhood with a whole different homeowner's association. Yeah, that shit ain't playing in San Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> I used to literally go down in uh, the little drains to find the big-ass, white-ass drains, hop down there, fucking right, go down there. I don't even know what there. you're talking about. Like, where it hides? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, like, they're like, because uh, uh, Texas, it floods down there I was in North San Antonio. In Denver. Yeah, they're about... An eight foot, maybe ten foot wide, uh, ditch, cemented ditch, for water to flow oh, through. Oh, like and, the uh, uh, like the LA River, just smaller. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, I used to sled down those things in Cali. There's a canyon that had those giant cement like things, and yeah. we would sled down them in the lid of a sandbox, like you know the shell, the turtle mm, shell. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, we would. It was rowdy. That's yeah, fun. When, when it's when it's dry, that's why I used to go for my walks because you can walk for miles, and you would see uh, sometimes kids skateboarding. You see uh, graffiti artists. There started to be some uh, cat that was killing it on the graffiti, so I would just walk for fucking miles down that shit. Just smoking mm. Mexican yeah, weed. Yeah. Smoking Mexican weed and walking. Yeah. yeah. That's Look the only way to do it, man. <laughs> Headphones in. All right. We're feeling good around here. Have my, He's hitting this dab have, with a rope of dope. Have my newish uh, uh, MP3 player that had like 100 songs. Ooh. Oh. Oh. That's a you big sure deal. You sure can walk for miles with 100 songs. Mm. No, they had better ones back then, but I just couldn't afford them. Right. Mmm. <laughs> that smells good. I'm feeling pretty good right now. This yeah, it tastes like good. stone fruit. I'm hella laid back. Apricots I'm like, hmm. and shit. I feel like that classic just stoned, like, yeah, bro. Yeah. I'm just high, man. Right. What are you <sighs> doing? Yeah, that smells kind of lemony. You were right. <coughs> it's got them lemony and lemony terps. <coughs> Dipping in. Oh, man, you know what I miss is that uh, African lime dab from Amberbrick. Mm. Oh, yeah. That was that uh, you got some too. Yeah, I did. And uh, we were wa- smoking that during the Diaz and uh, Masvidal fight in uh, Chicago. Oh, okay, I barely remember. I didn't know what we were smoking there. Yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that was a tasty. That was a real tasty, uh, reasonably priced. 
Yeah. <laughs> I was over in Wenatchee again this weekend, and I was out back smoking a blunt um, in the smoking section, and I must have went back to perfect timing because all of a sudden the workers started coming out to smoke cigarettes on their mm. break. And I'm, I'm hiding literally in the cove that they're trying to come stand in to smoke their cigarettes. And they come walk around the corner and they see me just chiefing on a fat blunt. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, and they just look at each other and look at me and keep going. And they're like, you know, early 20s kids. I don't even think they were probably even 21 yet. You know sure. what I'm saying? And um, so they're standing over here looking at cars on their phones, talking about what kind of cars they want to buy. And they're looking at like, you know, $50,000 cars and shit. Yeah. And the dude's like, Dude, we could buy a house with that much money around here. We, you're tripping. And the other guy's, oh man, I want this. I want this. <laughs> working at a, ho- you know, working in the kitchen at a hotel, like he's gonna afford a fifty thousand dollar car. But um, so I'm standing around and I kind of look around and there's no cameras or nothing. So I just kind of look over. I'm like, hey, blunt. They're like. Oh man, uh, 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 uh. we got a new general manager. We can't come to work high no more. <laughs> I'm not going to say what hotel I was at, but it was fucking hilarious. And then uh, they got done smoking and I was still outside chiefing and, and they went, they went to walk past me to go inside and I go, and I didn't realize it at the time, but I was like, so is the breakfast good here? And they were go, Oh yeah, that, it's bomb. It's bomb. And I was like, hell yeah, I'm about to go fuck that shit up right now. And then they laughed at me cause I'm like hitting the blunt talking to him. You know what I mean? And then I go in and it's the dudes cooking the made, you know, like you get the made to order omelets or waffles at some of the hotels. It was the dudes cooking the shit. So then oh, I came funny. in and I was like, oh yeah. And I hooked up the fucking omelet and man, they hooked that shit up. You know how you, when you fry cheese, it gets like that good crispy shit. Yes. They put that shit on the outside of the omelet. Oh. So the omelet was just like coated in like crispy cheese and shit. That's what's up. And Liz ordered an omelet today and they didn't know she was with me. And that shit wasn't nothing like mine. It was just like a regular ass omelet, you know? And mine was like, Super dope. That reminds me of the days in the Navy. Whenever you hook, whenever you did get in, we'd go with the cooks. They'd hook you up any time of the day. It would be, it'd be a good time. Um, if you're hungry, they got. They're always cooking food and they're always doing stuff for the next meal. So even, even all the way to midnight. So right. All you gotta do is know if you, if like, just get in good with all of them. Fuck yeah. it, dude. You gotta, those are the people you gotta get in good with. Oh, you get yeah. in good with the people who control the bullets and the food. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's who you want to know. Oh, always has something to work in that barter system, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw it's those. Good, uh, it's good to be wanted. Those powder cans were, were 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 pretty popular whenever it came out shooting them off. You know, we only shot off. I would say like close to like twenty five, thirty, maybe a deployment. So I mean, twenty five or thirty people got to have a powder can if we had any left over after the twenty or so gunners mates. <laughs> that's fun. So how's that dab feel? Oh, uh, shit's pretty fucking good. Fire um, bros rope a dope. Yeah, I mean I, I wish it was like cushy dankness, but it is just like like kinda apricot, lemony, terpy kind of shit. Uh, rope it up I tried last high night had good. a little more earthiness. High is good. Yeah, maybe they fucking mispackage the shit. Yeah, never know. Right. Everybody's human. Well shit. So while while I'm thinking uh, got you, right, got yeah. three of you guys right here. What uh but I need some good recommendations. I'd like, oh, that's what I was just like... getting ready to say. I was going to say, so um, which, what's in your bag, Monty? All right, Monty I got always a fresh scoop. So Monty, Monty always goes shopping right before the show and then comes and tells everybody what he got. All right, so off the top, got a Gorilla Glue, gorilla glue 4 across with Dosido from Rocket. I the, haven't tried this yet, but I'm curious. Tape. Yeah, I was going to say they're calling it duct tape. Duct tape, okay. So that's what we got here, some duct tape. 
That's not a bad name. That means they got it from Archive, which means it's real dosey dough. Rocket, I'm kind of hit miss with. I really love almost everything Orange Biome Tangies and shit like that. Yeah, I I love. Which one's that? This is that fucking ice cream cake from. Yeah, that's some uh, good weed. Tranquil Tranquil Force. Force. Yeah, have you tried this weed? No, I was gonna suggest that maybe we should do that for the podcast. Yeah, Yeah, we should do that. We should. I think we should. Maybe that's what we'll do smoking. next week then. Fucking we just, just stupid. Force. Yeah, we well, better yeah. get it now because that didn't last long last time. No, it didn't. I had to re-up on the headband from Doghouse. Yes. This is yeah, good weed. It's yes. a new batch. Yeah, it's really it's good. good. Like when I'd, sm- I'd roll that shit up, I'd, smoke, I'd be like, I'd stop like half in the blunt. Just be like, wow. I, I know. Yeah, this is fucking good. This is gasoline, man. Headband, that headband it. is really good. Yeah. I recommended it to a few people last week, and they came back like you know next day or the day after to get more of it. Uh, yeah, okay. uh, I had a cop a quarter of that shit we did last week. That yeah. black animal cat, cookies. Animal cookies. Yeah, yeah. that's really good. It's tasty, right? And it was cool to see y'all got you got some Freddy's Fuego in house. Yeah, yeah. I haven't smoked their weed in a long time, but I decided to give it a run again. Um. I sent it with this uh, this pirate booty, which honestly, like, I forget what the, it was like. It was Constantine, like, triple OG or some shit like that. Okay. Interesting. This is gas. Y'all should, like, take a little sniff of this. Or, so hmm. is it like, exotic the genetics f- then, probably? Fuck. Let me see. Uh, triple OG Constantine. Yeah, I suppose it would be. I would guess. I yeah, so is Kimbo, a... by the way. Okay. Um, And then okay. the other one, yeah, this is a dedication OG, which is apparently just some, like, OG cut they got. I've never been the biggest. Oh, this fan is of good. Kimbo it smells Christian. like some fucking like cologne. I would wear that as like a hmm. as like a scent. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. oh, with that one too. <laughs> yeah, dude. Isn't that some gas? Kush is my cologne. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, like, I feel like, I feel like right off the shit. jar, it's not such such a nose. But like once you break into that nug, it's like yes, yeah. it's it's in there. Honestly, man. <laughs> What's another name for pirate treasure? Mm. Pirate booty. Booty. Bo- booty. Doubloons. Doubloons. <laughs> I'm pretty doubloons. Wasn't that on like a. Um, that was a Beastie Boys tune. Was it? I don't remember that one. What's another word for pirate treasure? Oh, that is pretty. That is pretty. You see the dabber? Yeah, that's good shit, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's I what I've been smoking on. There's some suggestions. I didn't get to see that one. I haven't smoked like fucking about half these options, but, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes you, you just gotta. New. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, you never know. Absolutely. All right. What so was, what, do you, what was that other one? Pirate booty and uh, dedication. 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 Okay. OG. Mm. Smells like some clean Kush. Did you have you have you guys seen this one? I haven't seen that one. I know. I think I guys like the smell of the dedication more than the pirate booty. Really? I'm not but sure. Off the jar, it smells mm, a little yeah, better. Yeah, just off the jar. That's what I mean. Uh, I just stuck my nose in the jar. I didn't break the, nothing. I, I have a feeling it's gonna have that just like raw terp like, like. Not for the faint of heart shit going on with this pirate's booty. This dedication is gonna be cushier. For it's interesting. Sure. The top is written "pirate's booty" in hand. They said that because they ran out of. We asked them about that. They ran out of labels. <laughs> so they somebody somebody got tasked. That's funny. <clears throat> but yeah, dedication, son. What are you smoking on, Cam? Right now, so I picked up uh, some man bear oh, pig OG myself. Man, bear, pig. That's pretty good weed. I liked it. Yeah, definitely. So I picked up some of that for myself. Um, I'm still uh, smoking down on some of the It's It from uh, Cloud9, the Doja brand, actually. Uh, and then I've got... Damn, what the fuck did I get? I got another I got another round of Rainbow Chip. You guys know about that uh, that connection. 
Um, and then smells a little bit like a foot in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, oh yeah, this is uh, basement lemon cheesy. Um, yeah. Other than that, though, I think that's been. I think that's pretty much been it. I haven't picked up anything new in a long in a while. I did uh, grab uh, another eighth of that MK Ultra since that was such a good smoke. I've been dabbing on the. Uh, so I got a sample of the Star Dog Shatter from Doghouse. That's some pretty good shatter. I also picked up some uh, Oleum Honey Crystal. It's their purple Wookies, and that's that's decent. It's Honey Crystal, so I can't speak too highly of it. But it's it was just something that it caught my attention based off the color. I did try out the new Wedding Cake from. I say new Wedding Cake. It's the latest batch of Wedding Cake from Lifted, but uh, it's got this interesting color about it too. It's kind of like. It's still terpy. It's still wedding cake. It's still got everything there, but it's not as full spectrum terp profile that wedding cake usually offers in their extracts. Just because I think that they've been playing around the filter. I don't know. They they they're doing their own in house extracts and they put out some gotcha. really crazy stuff lately. So I don't know what this is, but it's it's kind of like a cross between like honey crystal and like actual live resin. So yeah. it's it's really good, but it's also not as good as it could be if it just had full terps. I feel um, that. So there's that. I have also done. Um, let's see. Fuck. That needs to be Q-tip. I'm still smoking on that Constellation and uh, and uh, Sub X Chem 995. Yeah, I got some of those in the fridge. Uh, monkey glue from uh, Tranquil Forest. Not yet, but we got ounces yeah. of that. Oh, that shit's good. Yeah, it's really good. I was I got thinking the... we should maybe just do a Tranquil Forest review because they have so many different <sighs> I mean, good strains. They, yeah, and we should just you know, I don't check know. them out. The Mac Miller, I wasn't super pumped on the cross, but the yeah. Mac and white, yeah, just because like the why, yeah, I don't like the white, same. And like Miracle Alien Cookies doesn't need water, I don't down. like the white. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch, shots fired. I think so. Well, it's not hot, it's not hot. He's used to doing more hot starts, uh, all right, or you can set him up with a cold start if you if you uh do it. Hot start it, cold start it, hot start, hot start. Um, so I bought a half ounce of the grape ape from Paradise Valley. Okay. And a gram of headband uh shatter from Doghouse. Mm-hmm. Um Oscar, who was on a couple episodes ago, hooked me up with some dabs of the lifted OG. Uh just ran through an eighth of the runts. Mm-hmm. I think that's about all in the last week. Oh wow. Oh man, dude, that's some good smoke though. I haven't got oh, any. Oh man, like, dude, man, bear, pig. Oh, oh man, man, bear, dude. pig. Oh man, bear, pig. I'm just kind of stony brained at this point. My, uh, I got a dab in. Uh, the grape ape from Paradise Valley has probably been my least favorite strain so far from them. Excuse me, and I really do like them. Usually, I love the Perps one, Strawberry Cough, mm. Super Silver Haze. I think Perps one and Super Silver Haze are my two favorites from them. Okay. The one that I just tried uh, recently is off of uh, you guys did it on an episode of the Slimer. Yep. Yeah. I I like that I like that one quite a bit. Oh yeah. That's probably about ready. I would arm arm up. I don't know where the carb cap is. Right here. All right. Nailed it. <laughs> We're all watching Joel dab. Yep. <laughs> Making sure it worked. Yeah, it was a joint effort. Hell yeah. 
Much appreciated. Oh, this is fucking tasty. Yeah, right, but not cushy, but tasty. See what I'm saying? Like stone fruits, yeah, like any, no, think of like I peaches real, or real, apricot. I'm real piney on this. Pine, yeah. Mm-hmm. Real. Sometimes I confuse pine lemonine. and lemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's not bad by any means. No, definitely This'll not. This will be good stuff to just do work. I've been playing GTA again, and goddamn is it good. Uh, oh, motherfucker, is it good. I've been I've been heavy on Destiny 2 lately. I, they, Which for, one? Destiny 2. What? I'm sorry. Oh, Destiny 2? Yeah. Yeah, I, I just got into that first one. That first one not too long ago. That shit's fun. It's, uh, I mean, I got on it right as it was shutting down, mm-hmm. the first one. Yep. I haven't played it in like a year, but Yeah, no, I just got on Destiny Two. I played the first one for just a little bit, but it wasn't I never got too heavily involved with it. It's, it turned out to be a really uh, heavy team based game and I just didn't have the time to spend with the team. So that was an issue. At this point now I feel like I've got a little bit of time to spend with the team. So now I'm gonna kinda see if I can jump in to see if I can play more video games. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's too bad you don't yeah. have a fucking Xbox. I mean, it's too bad you don't have a PS4. Yeah. <laughs> like, hands are too big for that controller. I mean, they, make, well, they, 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 they have the cross hand. ones, so whatever format you used to for your hand, you could get the setup for the PS4, too, with that style mm. of controller. There's something about a uh, aftermarket controller that just doesn't feel right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm still, I'm, I've been investigating that, and I've been finding that that's the case. It's like, it's just, they're great controllers, they feel great, but they've got... Uh, function like firmware issues with. I was thinking about sending with one of those Xbox Elite controllers, but I've heard mixed reviews on those too. See, but man, have you ever held one? No. The weight alone is just so good. I've been looking at a Razer controller for PS4, and yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, and I'm thinking about it too because uh, it, it'll work on the next console. Yeah. So. And I mean, I don't know. I'm 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 back and forth. I think I'm just gonna keep playing with the the stock controller. I am about to sell my PS4 to my uh, to Tommy. You guys know him, okay. uh, my best friend. And so he so we can play video games together. I'm just gonna buy a new one. Should buy a uh, Xbox instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he's gonna buy my PS4 so I can reinvest that money support, into the PS4. Support local, Microsoft dogs. Support local. Yeah, they need so, support. No. All right. All right. All right. It's like, no. All right, Joel. Again, I want to thank you for coming on and sharing your story. Absolutely. Thanks again. Moving and compelling. I I appreciate it, man. Guys, kick ass. I'm I'm glad to. Hope you're feeling good over there. Hope you're good and twisted off the beer. It's been wonderful. It's been been good vibes. The Uh, bong hits and the dabs. You know, it's, uh, it's a little off topic, but uh, real quick, I wanted to say something I didn't think of is this last year, I, I, I had been on uh, antidepressants, just uh, Wellbutrin. They ended up mm, upping my dose after a while when I was going through this, uh, having to testify and stuff like this. Um, I, I was uh, having a real hard time, so I, w- I went through uh, those, and uh, about three months ago, I got off of them. Um, uh, you know, and cannabis is really, if it wasn't for that, because I, I went to some, uh, pretty dark places just getting off of them because the chemistry of your brain changes, right? you know, with anything you take from food to yeah. <laughs> medicine. Right. Yep. And, uh, and so if it wasn't for that, right. man. <laughs> cannabis helped you get through, yeah, that, so through that as well. If, if anybody is, uh, out there having mental health issues, man. Yeah, that—that's. I mean, I it feel like work. I'm beating the drum even saying it, but it but, may work. But yeah, if if you have any doubts, talk to uh, talk to some people and get the info on that. Definitely. Right. Thank you, thank you. So, 
It was fun. Thanks for tuning in, all the twisters out Absolutely. there. Yeah, I don't know, man. Follow us on uh, looking like Instagram. Stay tuned. Right. I think we're going to try to beef that shit up, too, so we have a little more. Because I want to I get it to the point where we can tell the viewers what is going down so that when they listen to the podcast, they're, they're smoking they're, they're the on same it. shit. Yeah. Right. I love that, like, interaction when I'm, when I'm doing shit. Yeah, we so need I that want, interaction. I want that interaction for people. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, one hundred percent. I was telling Nate there are still episodes of your guys' podcast that I purposely haven't listened to because I look at because you guys label what strains uh, what strains are going to be checking out on uh, some of the when you listen podcasts and stuff. Yeah. And so I want to go get those strains and smoke those with gotcha. you. So that's what's up. All right. Yeah, yeah. See, and that's mm-hmm. what we need. So we we, we got to get it more concise. So like, stay tuned because we're working on it. We'll yeah. get that shit dialed so that. We're mm-hmm. having meetings every week before right. the podcast on how Videos to really make sure future. we tune it in for y'all. Yeah. And if you like the shit we're doing or you don't like the shit we're doing, tell us so that we can like kind of sway it and show right. you what like give, give you the window into our situation the way you want to see it. We need more DMs. We're not getting enough DMs. Hit us in the DMs. Yeah, just I, I, let me let me find you in my in the DMs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so next time you guys are out playing a game of uh pickup basketball. And you're D'ing up on somebody, make sure to let them know about this latest podcast you listen to about weed called Twist and Talk. Absolutely. This is Nate, Monty, and Cam. Keep, Keep it, it twisted, twisted, y'all. y'all.